three. <coughs> oh, <two>. sorry. <coughs> oh, God, you're right. <coughs> okay, sorry. Okay, go ahead. Out of all the times we tried to start the show and you fucked it up, that was the funniest. Easily. <laughs> sorry. Got leaving that in the edit, yeah? Ah, 100%. And welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner, and I'm here with Sean Bell. Word up. James Farley. Hello. Say word up, James. Yeah, go on. Word up. Word up. Yes. (laughs) And unfortunately, there's no Matt Murray this week. Apparently, there were some new achievements added to Super Lucky's Tale. (laughs) So uh, he'll be doing them for the grand total of 17p. Uh, good luck, Matt. Good luck. Sorry you couldn't be with us this week. Uh, our Patreon producers this month, to give them uh, a shout out right at the start of the show, they are Aaron Patrick, Simon Nelson, Tom S, Jack Oven, Moomin Biscuit, Richard Sawyer, Dave Ernsberger, Colin Brown, Gazman, Gabby Pereira, Fuzzballs, Jill Fridge, and Sluggish Bubble. They are the full Nels crew. Thank you so much for your support. And you can help us out. Keep the lights on is what the other podcasts say uh, (laughs) over at patreon.com forward slash TCGS various tiers. Get bonus shows, get live talks overs. um, And of course, you can go full bloody Nels. That's the crew. That is the crew. That is quite a crew. I'm quite happy with that. It's a squad. At some point, we're gathering somewhere. And going to space, we're going to build a <laughs> rocket, and we're going to go and colonise Andromeda. You've got experience in that, haven't you, James? You could do yeah, that. I wouldn't go. It's, I wouldn't go. It's rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, my face is tired. Uh, right, okay, let's get straight into the feedback then, Sean. This, actually, before we do that, yeah. it's quite interesting yeah. because Matt is genuinely quite ill. I say genuinely I in the same long. In the same long explanation about him being ill, he put, it's a shame because so much of the feedback is directed at me. I guess I'll have to deal with that next week. And I just thought that is the most suspicious thing I've ever read. (laughs) Matt must have seen the feedback and thought, fuck this. I'm not going anywhere near this. So uh, to all of you that sent him feedback for Matt Murray, we promise you we'll address it next week unless he happens to fall ill next Monday again. Uh, what, what, what were the other listeners saying, Sean? They all love it last week? Yeah, they did. No, they can't have. Uh, it was awful. Oh. <laughs> I've just no, well, realised. Oh, go on. What? Have I got to do the ending again? Well, we'll get to that. We'll, when we'll we... cross that bridge when we get to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah, so we did have quite a few tweets and, and comments and stuff just saying, like, why was, you know, why was everyone apologising at the end? It was a fucking great episode. Um, did they? I only saw one that said... Dave, you were right. It was a poor episode, but it still had some funny moments. And I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> also, James, don't ever make a joke like that again. Don't ever what? do that. Oh, shit. 
Uh, and then no, you know, no, like seriously, the I just realised again. It's like that's that's fine, James. But the amount of times you've done that, followed by I've lost all the audio. <laughs> I <guess laughs> yes. I'm, I'm, seriously, my bum clenched quite hard. Then. Oh, okay. <laughs> what was you, that? You've got Dave. Dave, you, you've got the backup uh. running. Yeah? Yeah, I've got the backup running. Well, it's funny. Good, it's, good. it's funny Dave's uh, picking on James about this because Simon Simon Moorcraft wrote in. Uh, it says another great show last week, though. Was it me or did it sound like Shord was calling in via satellite phone? If so, <laughs> where was he calling from? <laughs> was he on location for one of his secret farming missions, or was it somehow <laughs> James's fault? Thanks for the pod. Really gets me through hump day, especially in these strange times. Dave, do you want to explain to everyone <laughs> what happened last week? Yeah, I don't know what happened. My 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 um, laptop said it overloaded with about 20 minutes to go, so we had to switch to the backup recording for the last 20 minutes. Um, but now you know that why we talk over Sean so much, because we could barely fucking hear him. So, <laughs> like, that's what we're hearing uh, via Discord. But, uh, it, yeah, do I, yeah, what, no, do that I was sound shite on yours? No, are you, you're right tonight. Okay. But you were last week, yeah, it was really bad. Oh, it was really flaky. I've noticed that James is quite delayed as well, so... Uh, you know, there could be a, an issue with James just sounding like his comedy timing is off. I can assure you his comedy timing is never off. <laughs> He's always bang on with the beats <laughs> and the flow of the show. Um, but it just seems that way because of Discord. But yeah, sorry about that. That sucks at the end of last week's show. Apologies. It's all right. Uh, Thomas Griffin says, Hi guys, in regards to the, quote, rubbish swimming bit in Resident Evil 4, is Dave thinking of the rubbish swimming bit in Metal Gear Solid 2 where you have to swim around with Otakon's sister? This moment jumped out at me when Dave said it because Metal Gear Solid 2 is my favourite game of all time, but even I could admit that the swimming escort part is truly abysmal. I think you might be right. You might be right then. Is it the? I remember it being the president's daughter. But aren't you... Isn't the premise of Resident Evil 4 that you're going to this place to save the president's daughter? Yeah, yeah. yeah They've both the got idea, escort yeah. bits. It's just that in this instance, you might have conflated. I don't know. Weird. Could you imagine if I mashed two games together? I remember it being in this bit where you had to swim under... This is going to describe every video game ever. But you had to swim under like some blocks and then pop up the other side. <laughs> yeah, no, that's every video game ever, isn't <laughs> it? doesn't it? help. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember a bit in that game where you had to shoot something and you had to aim for the head. I can't remember if that oh, was Metal Gear. Is this solid Resident or... Evil 4 or, or Mortal Gear Solid? <laughs> it's Mortal, it's Mortal it Gear Solid. Was, uh, it went wrong, that went wrong. I don't know why. <laughs> well, again, we've already got the title for the show this week, Mortal Gear Solid. <laughs> okay. James, you just come out with them like, constantly. I love it. I love it. Uh, Dean yes. just says the last two shows have been incredible. Yes. Please don't change the format. I mean, the format hasn't changed. It's just our execution <laughs> of it. That's been yeah, the, we're never going to change the, the format. Do you know how many requests? Though, it? Yeah. it is. It certainly is. Do you know how many requests we get to change the format of our show every week? Like it's nuts. <laughs> oh wow, guys, look, we've had the best downloaded show of all time. Like it's look at this, it's brilliant. Oh, we've got an email saying that it's unfair and we should change the format. <laughs> Something's got to be done about the game of the year show. I've heard that so many times. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Uh, this next one comes from The Investigator, which I assume is supposed to be The Investigator, unless it's a joke that I don't get. Uh, they say, I couldn't sit by and let Matt's go-karting skills be ridiculed last episode. I saw him tearing up the track once. The shop, <laughs> the staff stopped him and said, no professionals here. <laughs> when he informed them that he wasn't professional, they said, well, you should be. I mean, that says it all, really. <laughs> 
Well, thank you for that. That made me laugh. Yeah. Uh, Christian no Baker comment. says the Indiana Jones game that David is thinking of is Last Crusade, which came out about three years before Fate of Atlantis. He was about three quarters through. Fate of Atlantis is the all-time best indie game, by the way. Oh, wow. Three, three quarters through. That's yeah. okay. That's good. That's pretty good. Um, yeah. would, you, would you ever go back to it, Dave? Would I go back to that game? <laughs> would I do a stream of that game? Probably. <laughs> I'd probably do that. The nostalgia, I reckon, would be pretty strong. Because I remember mm-hmm. that quite vividly, that game. I remember the boxing thing. And you had to either break the bell so something happened or turn the lights off. I can't remember what the solution was. But, uh, yeah. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm sure I the remember... Twitch track would definitely help you. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> yeah. really good at that. I remember when um, Indiana Jones walks out. Does he, like... I think the opening line to that game is Indiana Jones walks out of the changing room of the boxing ring and says, hello, I'm Indiana Jones and welcome to my game. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, what? Or something along those lines. It's really <laughs> odd. Nice. Like, you don't usually get that. Only David Cage usually does that sort of shit. Yeah, but it's usually him. He's introducing yeah, exactly. himself. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the interview with him about that? No. He was saying, we were trying to think of a way of in- introducing the game and the feel and, you know, what we expected the player. You know, we wanted to prepare the player for the experience. And they were like, oh, trying to come up with these ways of getting the message across. And then one of the guys in the team said, hey, David, this is your game. This is your vision. Maybe it should be you <laughs> explaining this to the guy. And I was thinking that that person doesn't exist. Yep. That person doesn't exist. He's either made that up or he's hallucinating. Yep. One of the two. It's a dream he Definitely. has. Can you imagine that? Like, I would absolutely love that. Like a virtual me. Like explaining what the game was about. I think that's fantastic. I can't, the bitterness no, is definitely doing that. It's you would like brilliant. that, would you? A virtual you yeah, yeah, explaining think, the game to you. So you're going to sit down, turn a game on, and there'll be a digital version of you going, this is shit. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, I'll, be, I'll be building it up. People will be loving it. it we could see. be playing Yakuza. Do you think we'll, <laughs> you think we'll carry on podcasting for long enough? That when one of us dies, they can just be replaced by an AI imprint of us. Yep. Yep. But, and just Definitely. be like, oh, you know, never James now. <laughs> if, 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 if they've evolved text to speech where they can actually make sighing noises, then <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, we could just replace James now. Easy. Um, yeah. Well, I'd still get paid. I mean, we'll send that to <laughs> You'd you. would be dead. Well, next to Ken can <laughs> oh, yeah, get a, a good car, point. I suppose. That's a good point. Because yeah, Chen's got paying. to sign off the license, right? She's still got the she got the legal rights to your persona. What? She doesn't own him, Sean. That's not how life works, is yeah, it? Yeah, when he dies, she owns him. Weird. I mean, yeah, well, she, I mean, she, she I won't mean, James, state. Get your yeah, get your get your will sorted out, Sean, mate. Yeah, I am genuinely yeah. going to send a contract to Chen. I, I'm definitely going to do this. <laughs> I'm going to write a contra- contract. Um, for her to sign yeah. that says that I own the rights to the image and um, <laughs> of James Farley. Unique charisma. The represent- yeah. Your, yeah, your, white, your white image rights and, and voice. I want your image yeah. rights and voice when you die. Can yeah. you put that in your will? Have you got a will, James? No, I haven't. Have you really not? Have you I've got nothing no. worth giving away. <laughs> no, but aren't you supposed to do one the moment you have a kid? I'm pretty sure you're supposed you? to do one. You've got kids. I suppose, yeah. yeah. I mean, I haven't either. Like, I'm not being high and mighty. And, but, but we have we have spoken that, like, it's one of those things where we've looked at each other and went, 
oh yeah, we've got to do a will at some point. You, you, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're supposed to do one the moment you have kids, right? Okay. Um, uh, but yeah, because it's like, oh, I haven't got anything worth giving away. You have literally have the most precious things in your life. Like, what happens to... Anyway... Well, no, because that's yeah. You can set up like guardians and all that kind of thing. For okay, the, fine. For the kids, but surely, but, if you, you don't know. have if you don't have a will, then everything goes to your parents first. Well, where there's a will, there's a way, though, Sean. So you know okay. what I mean. To get the will down, that's great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll let that hit later. Uh, that was Jamie Kennedy. Um, James, <laughs> get a real uh, will written, and please put in that will that you leave your My imagery, image rights to you. Yeah, your image rights to me. <laughs> I mean, Dave, Please. Farley, cover your ears. If we've got all the rights, can we like put him in pornos and stuff as well? Uh, well, we could do anything if we got all the rights. Onlyfans.com. You know, it's <laughs> money on the table. Money on the table. Sorry, James. Uh, we're finished can we now. fake him and then put him on Cameo? Oh, and no, then yeah, taking the cash. Yeah, yeah. No, you've got, you'll be dead. What do you care? Yeah, it doesn't matter. You don't have to do anything. Yeah, if Look, I'm dead, the easiest guess, money you've ever yeah, made. Whatever. I mean, the joke, the joking answer would be, oh, no, oh, I don't want that, I don't want that, David, and then we have a bit of back and forth. But let's get straight to the reality of the situation. You'll be dead. You don't care. Let me have your image rights. Yeah, but the kids might want them. They might want to do something. Like that. That's true. It's the, that means the kids, <laughs> the kids might have to like be do. subjected to videos of their dad doing all sorts. <laughs> you, you imagine that? What did the kids get? Like get the picture printed out of James? Like my dad, so I could put it in a frame or whatever after he's dead, and I send him a cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, like, then take like Rachel taking you to court. You know. So <laughs> I think you know. Here's here's listen. Um, I would like the uh, the jury to listen to episode two six eight of the computer game show where James finally gets his will written and agrees to give the rights to me, David Turner. <laughs> Thank you because I'm also the lawyer, Sean, in that, yeah, yeah, in that yeah, courtroom. Yeah, absolutely for sure. I mean, this is because uh, this happened with it was Frank Sinatra who sort of pioneered this, like basically copywriting his own. Like image and everything. Podcasts, hosts, images. Yeah. Oh, he copyrighted his own images, right? Okay, <laughs> yeah, because apparently he was he was infuriated when he found out that so Bella Lugosi who played Dracula, I think, um, in a film, and that and basically that sort of image of Dracula became like the stereotypical vampire and, and was used everywhere. And Frank Sinatra went, right, I'm not having that fucking happen to me. So basically, Farley, this is that's the level you need to be thinking on at this point. Yeah, come on, right, James. Okay. Give me but, your rights. Think you know? I'm actually I'm as important as Frank Sinatra, chairman of the board. It's time to. I mean, if uh, I was going to give them to anybody, you were the last person I'd give them to, Dave. There's, <laughs> there's no <way> <laughs> yeah, but you, you do know, all right? sorts with it. Exactly, but you know what I do with it is will genuinely be funny. Yeah, be funny. Is, I don't <laughs> think. Could it would not start, be respectful, though. Could we start a gorillas-style band, but it's just all James? <laughs> Who cares about respect? Once you're dead, you're gone. You're gone, aren't you? It doesn't matter. I know, but I've got to think of my family and like the impact that that's going to have on them. Oh, they'll be cracking up. <laughs> the stuff that I'll send them, the t-shirts and the, all the merch. <laughs> they'll get free merch out of it. They'll be loving it. I mean, and maybe they'll be wealthy. Yeah, you could do a deal. They get like merchandise, like yeah. you know, percentage of that. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll work out. We we'll work out. You know, before we recorded, and I said, "Do you think this will be like when Matt wasn't here last time, and we go off the rails?" <laughs> do you, Do you think we've achieved that already? Because yeah, I, I do. Think we're, uh, I think we're on our way. Um, <laughs> okay. 
Michael Microwave, which is an incredible name. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right, chat. How far oh, is yeah. this going to go? So this is, we got a load of messages, obviously, about the, the revelation that Matt just eats hunks of butter with his fist. Um, <laughs> Michael Microwave says, all right, chaps, humans, probably most animals, prefer a mixture of nutrients in their food. Some of the most Moorish foods balance carbohydrates with fats in an equal ratio. See, cheesecake. Jam on oh, toast is carb shit. on carb. Sugar is a simple carbohydrate. Adding butter balances the carb with fat, so it's more delicious. Peanut butter, with its high fat and protein content, is the perfect topping for a slab of carbohydrate, even if it's not technically butter. Ah, oh, that that's fascinating. That's but you've science, also mate. called yourself Michael, Michael Microwave. Michael. <laughs> so pardon me if I don't Google that to try and see I mean, if that's true or not. I might have to pay £8 to change my game attack. To Michael Microwave. <laughs> to Michael Microwave. But that's already yeah. gone. The moment this episode goes up, that's true. That's, gone. that's true. Um, yeah. Luke Summerhays uh, says, What up? It's your boy. First off, I really dug the most recent episode. Sure, you're all a bit out of it, but I was barely laughing at points. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just, oh, this is horrendous. When Matt was talking about eating butter, at first I thought it was a bit weird. Then I remembered that when I first left home, I had a phase of eating butter mixed with sugar. Oh, it, you, it started when I tried. That? I started when I tried baking a cake. Naturally, got oh. stuck into mean, licking how, the bowl out. Slow, the, slow down just the one moment. Yeah? What do you mean? How would you do that? Okay, no, no. Because what I'm wondering <laughs> is, does that mean you're getting like a cake of butter? Well, let me finish the story. Then, like, no, no, oh, no. This Dave wanted to know <clears> what <throat> I was thinking, okay. and I'm just thinking. You know, you get the butter, mm-hmm. and then you just like dab it into the sugar and then eat it. No, no, no. It's worse than that. Or is it like mixing it all together? What's the deal? And now I think we're about to find out. Yeah, it started when I tried baking a cake and naturally got stuck into licking the bowl out, the best part of making a cake. Then it occurred to me that nobody was around to stop me making a whole bowl of cake mix and eating it raw. Oh, what Eventually, the Eventually, I realised that I didn't even need flour and eggs. At the first stage, <laughs> butter and sugar, it's already delicious. I could just mix that up and eat it whenever I wanted to. And I did. Appreciate y'all. <laughs> Uh, you ever worry about our listeners? I think we're all, think <laughs> they're all right. Thinking, what are they doing at the moment? Well, like, I was because when on? I when I first moved out to university, I was a fucking mess. I just ate donuts and drank Pepsi and shit. Because yeah, it wasn't even, wasn't even that I couldn't that cook. It was just like, oh, no one can tell me no. Fuck it. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> still do that now. Still do that now, Sean. <laughs> it's the same. Hasn't changed. <laughs> Uh, when I first started living alone, I was like, I could just go down the off license and get some cans of beer, and no one's no one's going to judge me for that. Yep. What time they'll open Call it cops. about? See what happens. They'll be they'll be open at half nine. I'll, I'll pop on there. <laughs> um, okay, yeah, good. Uh, this last Let's one I don't on. really understand. Well, I mean, I do understand it. I just don't understand why they're angry at us. Uh, Miller says butter plus bread plus cheese. Apply heat, you get a grilled cheese sandwich. You knuckleheads. Butter no, plus bread Was plus anyone cheese, disputing that? Apply heat. I don't think anyone was. I don't, I don't, <laughs> fine, <isn't it? laughs> I don't know what their point is. But, um, Miller, yeah. what the fuck are you talking about, mate? <laughs> uh, we, look, Miller, if you've heard the show before, I assume you have, you'll know that we're open to be shouted at and pointed at and laughed at when we're wrong. What is that? What does that mean? <laughs> Butter plus bread Plus cheese. Is this because heat. we were saying... You get a grilled cheese sandwich, you knuckleheads. Is this because someone wrote in saying, like, oh, you just have bread and cheese, you don't need butter or something? Because someone did say that, but it wasn't any of us, was it? I think we were all saying you have to have butter on cheese on bread. Yeah, but that doesn't even work. And yeah, I don't know. 
<laughs> do you think we're gonna get <laughs> do you think we're gonna get an email next week that says mince meat dalmayo sauce <laughs> spaghetti <laughs> apply heat spaghetti bolognese you knuckleheads <laughs> Thank you so much for that. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, right, serious one. Lars Heatherdam says, oh, Dear right, TCGS. There's more, there's more, sorry. There's, yeah, yeah, well, there's two more. One serious, one one less so. Uh, Lars okay, Heatherdam says, Dear TCGS, last show you talked about the article and apology surrounding CD Projekt Red Cyberpunk, the issue of crutch and releasing a game in a state with too many bugs compared to general expectation of AAA games. I would like to offer the viewpoint of shareholder hypocrisy. CD Projekt Red has 66.44% of their stock in, quote, free flow, meaning that they, CD Projekt Red management, are not controlling the sole direction of the company and the release schedule. Both in this and earlier instances, there have been raised critique from shareholders against poor performing games, both in technical and sales terms. However, I think in these discussions on larger game developers, all sorts of less than optimal behaviour is often very much linked to the shareholder structure. By no means is this an excuse for crunch, bigotry, sexual or other harassment, or for releasing a game in an unfinished condition. However, it seems that shareholders have been moralising and calling out management on several occasions while still sitting neatly in a seemingly amoral position. One hand pushing for faster releases and higher profits, and on the other hand congratulating any publicly approved outrage. I don't know if this added to the understanding or just muddied the waters even further. <laughs> Thanks for keeping us listening. No, I, I, I don't think... I, I think we have certainly mentioned that in the past. Mm, yeah. um, shareholders, investors, so so on, are just as um, to blame as... as developers and publishers themselves so mm. yeah we've, we've we've sort of we've mentioned that before in the past it's hard to go into too much because we don't know anything yeah, we don't about know the specifics of it or what yeah who's put pressure on who or, or what have you but yeah because it, it could just no, so it, we have to yeah we have to take you know we have to talk as if you know the reality is we don't really know what everything that's going on um it's, but yeah it's we've almost certainly like brought there's up a few before. Yeah, it's almost like there's a few flaws with the system. It's yeah, you know, like how things work. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and as we were saying, the frustrating thing was that, like, you know, having sold as well as it did, like, they could have just given it another three months. So whether it was CD Projekt uh, Red's management or the shareholders, um, like, they still would have made a fuck ton of money. Like, another three months would not have. Yeah, remember, they're, they're, <laughs> they're down on, on sales as well because had they mm. have released it in a better state, yeah. A, they wouldn't have had, um, a, well, I don't know how many people refunded it, but I'm assuming more than one mm-hmm. so you know um and and be they'd be on the psn store for right now and people yeah. who've, got, who've got a ps5 are desperate for something to play so yeah, yeah um uh yeah it's um yeah it's a tough one yep um right sora says hi sorry if this is long i'm a new listener and i don't know if any uh, sorry i don't know everyone's names yet uh, oh my unluckily- god i'm so sorry <laughs> i'm so sorry look we're, we're fully aware if anyone's listening if anyone's a new listener and you've got to the point where you're listening, you don't know our names and stuff, right? I really do apologise by how much of this show is in-jokes, back-references, <laughs> and office quotes. Right? And, and I, I Genuinely, genuinely I do. All I'll say is what I tell everyone. Just give it about a month, and soon <laughs> enough you'll start catching on to yeah. the weird shit we're coming out with, okay? I mean, you don't even know about James shifting time to suit his... Uh, shifting his <laughs> child's birthday to suit his lifestyle. It's stuff like that that you don't that know about. That is complete well, fabrication. Do, we, do, we, do you think we need a fan wiki? 
Well, it, I mean, it's interesting you should say that because I mean, I'll, I'll finish reading Zora's email. And, okay, yeah. okay. Uh, they say, unluckily, the first episode I heard had someone singing about mince pies. I'm glad it quickly became clear <laughs> that this would never happen again. <laughs> <laughs> Why does your logo look like the tops of four colouring pencils? I listen to <laughs> I listen to some older ones that talk about games I like, and I have handy information for my fellow new listeners. The story, oh, it's a series of bullet points. The story behind the full Nels tear is a boring story about stubbornness, followed by a sad story that proves one of the guys should never be allowed to write emails. Uh, one of them is okay with mailing used cereal to a small child. Uh, one of them well, almost. No, that's not. That's not technically. Uh, yeah, I suppose he was okay yeah. with mailing it, but then I was okay with see- receiving it, and giving it to my child. <laughs> The full story of that is that the guy that was okay mailing it was also okay from stealing it from a child. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, one of them almost pre-ordered a Stadia. Uh, and That's one of, true. One of them took 10 minutes to open a door in a David Cage game. And then they finished by noting one or more of these examples might be about the same guy. <laughs> what a cracking email. Thank you. That is brilliant. I want more. I want more. If you pick up anything else from from previous episodes, please email him with more just to keep the new listeners up to date. Because <laughs> that's brilliant. Thank you. Because yeah, you know, like you mentioned the yeah the potential for a, a wiki. I've always been sort of jealous when other like sites or podcasts or whatever are, are clearly popular enough to have their own wiki. And then you sort of think, well, hang on a minute. Did the fans start that? Well, um, uh, true story. I was on a wiki page for a bit. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, the Play Radio wiki page. Mm-hmm. It had a section that said notable presenters, and someone put David Turner up there. Yeah. <laughs> and then I went. I was like, oh yeah, I'm on a wiki page. This was years after, mm-hmm. and I looked it up, and it said edited, removed. Uh, unimportant or something like that or like, just not relevant or something like well, that it was like the old we were, slap in the face we were on dash radio as well weren't we for a while oh are we still on there have they have a wiki no i don't think so i think we were long, long they since we removed because we weren't happy radio. with the car parking arrangements Wikipedia. It, was, it was the car parking and yep. episodes that were longer than two hours that yep. they weren't happy with yeah yeah that is a shame okay all right um uh shall we uh should we move on? What's next? It's the news, isn't it? Strange it is news. heading to the news, yeah. It is the news. Um, there's been a number of things that have happened in the last week, um, as I like to say. <laughs> Generally the premise of the section. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because also I was quite pleased this week, because when I yeah. looked down at it, I thought, actually, some of these are quite interesting. Like these are mm-hmm. there's been some reasonably entertaining things that have happened this week. I mean, probably the most entertaining was this Xbox U-turn on gold subscription price. Oh, hikes. this was weird. Um, Go on. That's not strange. Well, was it? Was it weird? I don't think it was. It's, Ooh, it's interesting. James okay. has got yeah, a theory. Okay. okay. Go on. I haven't really got a theory. It's just we'll okay. Read the so story what happened? First. Okay. So Microsoft announced that they were going to increase the price of Xbox Live Gold. So one month subscription was going to. It was six ninety nine, and that was going to go up to seven ninety nine. And then three months was going to go up from seventeen ninety nine to twenty one ninety nine. But the big one was the six months, which was going from twenty nine ninety nine to forty two ninety nine, which is a pretty big increase. And so there was a bit of a backlash about this. I mean, we talked about this. Did we talk about not on the show? Was it? This is just in WhatsApp. No, no. We were talking about it, where it was like there was the general consensus was this is to try and get people onto Game Pass Ultimate. Mm-hmm. You know, this was like trying to push people onto it because you'd be looking at this and thinking, okay, well, live, you know, gold is costing me this quit. much. It's only a bit extra. I can get Ultimate and I get Game Pass yeah. as well, but. People were still not happy about it at all because 
you know, when I say people, I just mean people on Twitter, you know, started getting angry and sort of shouting about stuff. Well, don't and they count? The price... Well, no, of course they count because they're right. I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, yeah. I mean, the price hike was deemed to be excessive. <coughs> and then also, as Dave, as you pointed out, there's also that whole thing about free-to-play games still requiring gold as well. So you've got a situation where if you wanted to play something like Fortnite on Xbox, it would cost you like forty two ninety nine for six months as opposed to nothing on any of the other platforms. So that yeah, all of this fed into like a general feeling of anger and unease, which is especially interesting because there's been, over the last couple of... Um, Oh, the last, you know, since the beginning of this generation, really, and before, there's this idea of like, you know, Microsoft being the consumer friendly, you know, they're trying mm. to do all these things to get people in. And then yeah. suddenly this happens, and people are like, whoa, where did this come from? Mm. Yeah. So it's, I mean, do you want to hear the statement? Um, because Microsoft obviously U turned on the whole thing. I mean, should I read you what they said? Oh, yes, I didn't please. expect them yeah. to U turn. I was really surprised when they U turned. Mm. That's a weird thing for a company to do, I think. Yeah. Unless it was planned. I mean, so this is what they said. They said, uh, we messed up today and you were right to let us know. Uh, connecting and playing with friends is a vital part of gaming and we failed to meet the expectations of players who count on it every day. As a result, we have decided not to change Xbox Live Gold pricing. Uh, then they also dealt with the issue of free-to-play where they said, uh, we're turning this moment into an opportunity to bring Xbox Live more in line with how we see the player at the centre of, the, of their experience. For free-to-play games, you will no longer need an Xbox Live Gold membership to play those games on Xbox. We are working hard to deliver this change as soon as possible in the coming months. So, yeah, I don't so presumably that. then, just, you yeah. can play Halo Infinite um, on your Xbox without having Gold or Game Pass. How Wait, do you mean? What? You mean in the future if it's a free to play one? Yeah, well, no, we know it's a free to play. The, the multiplayer to oh, the multiplayer Halo Infinite is free, play, yeah. free to yeah. play, yeah. So you uh, can yeah. play the Sounds multiplayer like to. Yeah, right, that's interesting and also worrying. <laughs> why? why? I mean, because I don't want to buy worrying? new helmets. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want to do that. Um, it's, it's, just, whatever, it's very we'll odd because, right, I get. The backlash. I know, like, you know, for us in our ivory towers, we're like, well, why wouldn't you have Game Pass Ultimate? But the fact is, a lot of people are skint, more so than ever at the moment. And if if you you own, like, one or two games that you still play regularly with friends, you don't, and like, and, and you know, and you are skint, you don't need the cost of Xbox Live Gold going up. No, um, yeah. On the other hand, what did Microsoft expect the reaction was going to be? I'm surprised that. Yeah, I mean, I'm just surprised at how much they increased it. Like that's well, yeah. that's like normally, like when Netflix or whatever does this, it's usually like a pound or something mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, this is, is pound, ridiculous. That is a pound, no, not for the six month one. The six yeah, month one, well, no, well, okay, because it's over six months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, but it looks obviously. I know, I understand that, but it looks worse <laughs> if you just yeah, look at the headline. I, I think it's yeah, because I mean, with, with something like a gold, a something like a gold sub, it, it's much more standard practice to buy six or twelve months in advance. Yeah, isn't exactly. Because you used to only be able to buy it for a year. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it first yeah. came out, you bought a year. That whereas, was it. Whereas but, Netflix, everyone but, un, like pretty much just understands that as a rolling monthly thing. So yeah, putting Netflix up by a quid, no one really clocks mm. that that's an extra twelve quid a year whereas with live it's yeah people are straight away they're looking out like well what's the six or 12 months up going to cost me now then and that yeah. makes a lot worse. And here's something that weirds me out is that when they announced the free-to-play stuff everyone was going good finally yeah you should be doing this mm. and i was thinking fine but is it a bit weird that i can play the games that i get for free online for free but the games i pay for i have to pay for the online <laughs> 
When yeah, you think of it that way, you kind of like on stuff that you've paid idea, more money for. Yeah, the, the whole idea of playing games online now is just bizarre. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just weird, isn't it? Now, when you think mm-hmm. about it, and as I think it was CJ from Player One said, like especially when was it CJ said this? I can't remember. It might be yeah, someone was, on yeah. um, on a podcast or <laughs> something. But they said uh, even when you're thinking about the like the fact that console gaming and PC gaming is merging quite a bit now. Mm. You know, like if if you've got Game Pass Ultimate, those Game Pass games that you get for your PC, you can play online for free. Mm. But yep. playing on the them Xbox on your you Xbox can't. console, <laughs> the specific Xbox console that only runs Xbox games, you have to pay online. Like it's it's bizarre and it's not just them, you know, you have to pay for Nintendo online, you have to pay for um PSN. But it's it's strange, isn't it, how we've just become accustomed to it. And and I don't think they'll get to the point where they'll drop Xbox Live Gold because, as you say, people are used to paying for Xbox Live Gold. They're more likely to go, oh, I'll just increase it a bit and get Game Pass as well. Mm. And if they drop that, the gap between playing the games that I want online on my Xbox to wanting to, you know, pay for Game Pass <laughs> is a lot bigger. So... Maybe the transition isn't as big, and they want to tie people into that higher price. Mm. So, a weird see, man, it's it's frustrating. I think it is also it because as I mean, a lot of people have said this, but it's true. There, there are there's there are a lot of people, as Sean said as well, that you know they buy, they buy an Xbox or whatever, and they just want to play FIFA or whatever, or they mm. just want to play whatever, and they're fine with playing for gold. Where you know, telling yeah. them that if you pay an extra fiver for Game Pass, they're not going to be interested. Yeah, like, they, they just don't care. Not play those games. Or they'll they'll do it for a month or whatever and go, I don't want to play yeah. any of this. You know, um, yeah, it's a strange one. But but like, I, the only credit I can give Microsoft is that they did turn it around. But then mm. part of me thinks they did it so quickly. Yeah. That, was this all planned? Because you got to think like well, a, a move like this like they were trying been... it on. Well, yeah, because like, you've got to think a move it like does. this must have been weeks or even months in planning. Yeah. Like, they wouldn't have just come up with this one day and go, all right, we'll just fucking announce that then and see, see what fucking people think. Fucking awful timing, though, isn't it? Well, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're still deep in this pandemic. We don't know how fucked the economy is quite yet. Yeah. But pretty sure it's pretty fucked. Yeah. And to then just drop that is just a weird, yeah, weird yeah, announcement, really odd. a weird reversal. But then, but you, and, you know, and they will, they'll, you know, somewhere at Microsoft, there'll be a big fucking ladger where someone said, right, well, we're going to increase the price by this much, multiply that by how many millions of gold subscribers there are. Here's an extra amount of money we can count on in the coffers yeah, yeah. over the next 12 months. So to then go, actually, no, is, <laughs> is good. Is, you know, yeah, the, they've the been willing to do that. that is but, definitely fired now. They're, but, they're, yeah. they're fired. They're gone. <laughs> <laughs> Whose fire idea was that? Me. Well, didn't you think about the customers? I thought they'd be all right. <laughs> I thought there's only a quid a month. Well, they, yes, yeah, but this, this James is what pointed I don't... out, over six months, that's six pounds. Yeah, can I, can I just clarify mm-hmm. before... Yeah, good. We come away from this story. Mm. I am aware that this is a one pound price increase. <laughs> <laughs> before people make this clear. The point I was trying to make is, as Sean explained better, if you look at it over six months, it looks worse. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so just six pounds worse. You know. uh, no, I know what you're saying because I think it's more. The six months is actually more than a six pound increase, isn't it? Because obviously they're getting rid of the because they used to leave. It was a, a bit of a discount, wasn't it? If you pay oh, for six months up front, so I think they're reducing that. And then adding on the extra. Okay. Do you know? So, yeah, I just love the bigger. idea of this, like 
at Microsoft, like they did this, and like then Phil Spencer's just like comes back and he's like, okay, what's what's the feedback? How, are they liking it? And then they're just like, they're not loving it, Phil. You know, it's just... <laughs> no, the, the, the imagery, the imagery is is better if like Phil thought, do you know what? It's been a while. I'm gonna. I'm going to go into work a little bit later today. It's been intense. We've launched a console. You know, it's been thrilling. I'm just going to log on a little bit later. I'm going to shower at half nine instead of logging in at nine. And then I'm going to have a nice breakfast. And then I'm going to turn my computer on. He's going to turn it on and go... What have they fucking done? <laughs> All of a sudden, you get Zoom invites everywhere, and then people are replying, "We should be using Microsoft Teams," and everyone else replies, "But no one fucking likes Microsoft Teams. Get on Zoom, you fuck." And um, and then he sacks a few people. That's that's the image I've got in my head, James. That's how that. Well, I've got. Down. I mean, I've got the idea that he's like looking at all these memes of him looking like Don Matrick and stuff like that. And just <laughs> yeah. Gotta avoid those memes, Phil. Okay. Yeah. Okay, uh, Vicarious Visions is being merged into Blizzard. So what this is, is that Activision Blizzard, who obviously own them anyway, has moved them away from the Activision side into the Blizzard side of the business. So basically this means no more like Tony Hawk's processor remakes and stuff. Yeah, this is the team who successfully and brilliantly relaunched Tony Hawk's in a completely unprecedentedly brilliant way. (laughs) Imagine that. Now that this is their now they're just doing maps for <sighs> Overwatch or something, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. Imagine that we did it. Like watching then that team loading up Metacritic that morning, going, "We did it. We bought Tony Hawk back." Mm. But it's been shit for years. I know, <laughs> but we fucking did it. <laughs> ring, 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 ring. <laughs> Hello. Yep. Yep. Overwatch. Okay, cheers. Yeah. Okay, everyone pack, everyone pack your pack your boxes. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go. That's <laughs> awful, isn't it? Such yeah. shit news, man. Yeah. I wonder Absolute what happened bollocks. there. I wonder I mean, what the sales well, were like. I don't know. No, it's I thought they anything to do with that. It's the it's just the people, isn't it? It's like they want they probably want people over there to work on stuff, so they just move them. But what like it's, is this this they've literally closed that down or they've just shifted them over there for the time being? No, they just shifted them over. But then also one I think I read one of the oh, people what, so that's at the top of Vicarious. Uh, what do you mean it's a non No, no, the people aren't being let go. They're just being moved. Yeah, no, but like temporarily moved? Are they going to work on no, Tony Hawk software? No, it's it's it seems to be permanent. It's like yeah, this is they're now okay. going forward. The they're going to be working on. only on Blizzard stuff. Studio Fuck's will be sake. quote fully dedicated to Blizzard titles yeah. going forward. <laughs> Wouldn't it be wicked if Activision go look? You did all the work. Move over there. We got it from here. The next one comes out and it's like, it's complete <laughs> dung again. Because <laughs> it, it's normally like the other way around, isn't it? Like you work on the stuff you're not so keen about to eventually get to do something slightly unusual that you really give a shit about whereas this is like yeah you brought Tony Hawk's back well done now you can just be another team that churns out stuff for all the other yeah it's the wrong we way need around a kooky character from Overwatch yeah? yeah yeah we need some phrases get right in <laughs> <laughs> I guess I got shot in the head ah oh, great stick him in Overwatch it's right in uh, I thought is Overwatch still big I don't know anyone who still house. plays it yeah, no, it must be. I'm just guessing. But, not, but it's, it feels like the last, you know, they did the big, like, worldwide tournaments and stuff. I've not heard anything about them, I suppose, no, COVID. I guess, no, I, I think, I don't know, there must be a reason why big worldwide tournaments aren't 
I just said happening in those huge David. stadiums. Okay. Look, it's <laughs> online, Dave. You can play it <laughs> on the internet. Okay, it's fine. Okay, all right. But you got to pay for it, yeah? If you plan on Xbox, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> six right, pounds okay. a month. It's, that wasn't even a joke. Go on. Okay, um, a scalper bot firm has claimed it secured two thousand plus PS5 uh, orders from game uh, in the UK. So what this was, was that Game made a new batch of PS5s available on Tuesday morning, uh, this is last week, uh, with loads of people obviously waiting in the virtual queue, which I know you've done, Dave. Um, However, they all sold out in 10 minutes. They were all gone. Mm -hmm. And then people were claiming that they'd secured like dozens of them using this bot software that's called Carnage. And then, so then Game have put out a statement, this is what they said, they said, PlayStation 5s uh, continue to be in very high demand, and that demand far outweighs current supply. We have strong measures in place to help ensure that our one per customer statement is maintained to allow for as many individual customers successfully purchased as possible. All pre-orders are subject to automatic checks, and order updates such as cancellations following these checks take place after a customer will have received a valid order confirmation email. At, at the present time, these orders are still pre-orders, and as such, no payments have yet been taken from customers. This is terribly written. <laughs> um, payments will commence once our order checks have been completed. Take that game. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so apparently this thing called Carnage Bot, it launched in September last year, and it was usually used for... It's, it's usually used for targeting footwear and Disney merchandise um, to resell for profit. That was the idea. Go on. And, uh, yeah. What, what do you make? Go on. Why are we laughing at that? Well, no, it's just weird, isn't it? It's just, I Why? don't know, them being used for gaming. I don't know, it's just odd. It's, it's got, like, foot, like in terms of trainers, man, launch, launch for trainers, high items, limited night trainers or whatever, are way, worth way more than, than what you could get for console on the second-hand market, I'm telling you, man. It's nuts. Okay. So, yeah, go on. I've embarrassed myself there, yeah? No, not really. Um, I think it, but it is important to note that fucking hell, the trainer community is just as um, crazy as the as the video game one for sure. I, the trainer is it sneaker? I don't know. Sneakerheads. What they call themselves? Sneakerheads. Sneakerheads. There yeah, you man. go. Shout out to sneakerheads. Yeah, but did did they get stock informers forum shut down as well for like toxicity? <laughs> no, no, you're right. Happen? They probably didn't, did they? <laughs> I think we, we've. <laughs> We've beaten them, guys. Come on. <laughs> um, this has been crazy. It's been a crazy week. And uh, I've found myself deep within the stock tracking community. More for the drama than actually getting a PS5. I mean, genuinely, I've got my my Xbox. So I'm happy with that. I really want a PS5. You know, I've, I'm not going like, to act like I don't want one. But at the same time, I'm not going to get to the point where I'm wrecking my life over it. And seeing some of the people on Twitter and on the, the forums and the tw- the Twitch channels and all that sort of stuff. People, like, what's happened every day for the past week is someone on Twitter has said, Argos are dropping at four o'clock this morning, somewhere between three and f- uh, five o'clock in the morning. So everyone stays up all night, right? <laughs> this whole group stay up all night just in case it drops on Argos. It doesn't happen. They all go mental at each other, shouting, screaming, like calling each other names, right? And then they go to sleep at about nine o'clock and then they wake up about 11 and someone will tweet, Argos are dropping tonight between, <laughs> you know, 3am and and, and, and everyone's going, oh, well, I've got to stay up again. And it's, <laughs> it's unbelievable. People are doing that. 
and uh, you know the the anger that's coming across and i get it right i get it to some extent like if you really want this console and you're getting outdone by these bots like it's it's rough mm. it's really rough and i really feel sorry for for um the more casual market if you want to call it that where they wanted to get it for their kid for christmas and instead they said couldn't get it for christmas but promise you you know, you'll you'll get it the moment they go back in shops, and we'll get you a, a PS5, and that'll be your Christmas present. You get in one or whatever, and then you're logging in and just going, you can't, you cannot get them. And I think it's worse now because a with the the problems with getting the consoles into the country, and b the fact that it's all done online, whereas before it was sort of split between online and and um, bricks and mortar shops. Whereas now it's, yeah, I mean, the Amazon was crazy this morning. So everyone was waiting for Amazon because they're the biggest retailer in the country. They were obviously going to get the most consoles or whatever. I went to my computer in the morning and I went on the Amazon page to just have a look and they were in stock. And I thought, holy shit, they're in stock. So I added to my basket, got to the page screen and my phone went off with all my stock tracker apps or whatever going, oh, it's in stock at Amazon now. And I thought, I've got the jump on it. So I pressed buy and then it said something went wrong and it put me back to the basket. So I've tried it again and again and again. Didn't work, right? And then I noticed on Twitter that it was announced that they were sold out already. And that was within 20 seconds of the <laughs> notifications going out or whatever. And I just thought, wow, that there is no way that that hasn't been abused by some sort of um, scalping bot. Hmm. There's no way. Like, it's it's nuts. I've never seen anything like that. And I got a little bit irritated with Matt when he said, they're on, they're, they're, they're for sale on Amazon. And I went, yeah, I know, I'm trying now. And then when I didn't get one, he said, oh, I should have just bought it myself. And I thought, <laughs> yeah, no, it's not that easy, mate. Not, not that easy. Trust me. Um, so I'm at the point now where I'm, if, if, if I get a notification on my phone, I'll just go. You know what I mean? I'm not going to spend my time refreshing pages yeah, and stuff yeah. like that because I can, I can wait a couple of months. You know, it's not the end of the world, but fucking hell, it's been, it's been scary out there. People have been getting really angry about this stuff. Weird. Is that the, the end of the story, James? It is, yeah. I mean, you don't, I just don't want to mention feedback. that it's I been mean, brought up in Parliament. Well, that's exactly <laughs> what I was coming to next. I mean, a group yeah. of MPs... That was that was my, very uh, like <laughs> you're clearly not going to say anything, and then when Dave mentioned it, it's like, "Oh, well, I'm glad you brought that up." Actually, because I was, yeah, I was that's coming what, that's right what, to that's you. Because I said, "I said, is that the end of the story, James?" And you went, "Yeah, pretty much." You're not going to mention about the Parliament. Well, yes, I was going to mention it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to, I was going to mention it if it was brought up, and now it has I, been brought oh, up. Oh, well, so I, I, know about, right then, isn't it? I know about Parliament, Dave, but just for our listeners, could you explain what's happened? <laughs> God, James. So anyway, a group of MPs from the SNP have like called for legislation to prevent scalpers from reselling consoles for what they call vast profits. So the the idea is to make it so that you can't resell stuff like beyond the RRP, like online or whatever. And yeah, yeah, yeah I mean it's illegal in some anywhere. countries um, mm-hmm. already. So it's weird that it's not over here. But you know, as I say, it's it's not. I I'm not. I can't get angry about it myself. Um, because, you know, I'm in a position where I've got a next-gen console, I've got plenty to play, um, you know, whatever. But I do feel sorry for the people that, say, they sold all their consoles because they were getting a PS5 and just assumed that they could get one 
you know, a month or so after after launch, or um, or the people that promised their kids that they'd be getting one or whatever. Um, you know, all that sort of stuff. And you, you might be rolling your eyes and going, oh, yeah, just get your kid a £450 console. And I get that, mm. but that's that's not their fault, is it? You know? Um, so it's just, it, it just sucks all around, really. And I don't I don't know what they can do about it. But certainly some retailers have acknowledged it and uh, are trying to combat it. I'm, I'm really hoping that Argos, actually, they have a really unique situation where they they've... The rumours are <laughs> that I've read on Twitter is that they've received their consoles and they're distributing them to their stores. So I'm hoping they're going to implement a click and collect only system because that is mm-hmm. one of the only ways you can directly tackle um, scalpers and stuff. Because when some guy turns up and then goes to the back of the queue and puts on one of those moustaches with the glasses and the nose or whatever and then rocks up to the front of the queue again. <laughs> like Michael with uh, uh, an on-live console. <laughs> and, uh, it's, uh, it's, you know, you, you're going to notice it. But I don't know. I, I'm going to wait bad. now, I, mean, I think. We had all this. When, when I lived in Shanghai and the iPhone was like, you know, becoming bigger and bigger and bigger. We had every time there was a, it came out, this happened. Like with scalpers, like it was, and it was crazy. Like how organised the whole system was. Yeah, yeah. And how because over there, what they did was they. I mean, they even brought in like you had to use your like your ID card, like your you know national ID card, you know, to buy one of them. But then they just organised. You know, they just got groups of people to you know with their ID cards to go in and buy them. They gave them the cash and they just come out and give them. And then people would put them in these big sacks and then just take them off and pay that they'd lose to pay them like ten quid or whatever for doing it and it was crazy because people got so angry like understandably like i remember in beijing like they like the the apple store got egged like people just like just chucking like stuff at <laughs> it because they were just way so, of punishing the company yeah. in because they were just so fed up with the scalpers but it, it was ridiculous yeah but it was just incredible to see how organized they were as well it's just despicable and the terrible point in egging yeah. a shop <laughs> yeah. just get the get the cleaners to come in and clean it yeah, uh, cost about fifteen quid. Yeah. All you're doing is make that get that cleaners turning up for work that day, and just going, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" <laughs> like that's that's the most you've done to that company there. What I'm it's saying just, is, well, it's a bit. It's, Come on, it's, rise. Well, yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit of a risk doing any more like property damage and stuff in Beijing, Dave. It's it's, it's about as far as they could go. I think. <laughs> yeah, I suppose <laughs> so. Yeah, I suppose you're right. It's just mad. Um, like I was saying to Dave earlier. Like you remember, like. You know, when the Wii came out and you couldn't find Monster full of the money. But, like, the big secret was, have you tried Argos or John Lewis? One of these out <laughs> yeah, of the, the way places you don't usually think that, of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that's, and it's just all so fucking industrialised now. Like, it's just insane. Yeah, I was insanely lucky with the Wii because I, yeah. I didn't even know that world existed. Because I just... Yeah. Yeah, well, I pre-ordered it at GameStation when it picked it up at midnight. Mm. Um, so I didn't know people were struggling to get them, but I guess, mm. yeah, it's similar. Um, but that was, yeah, that was crazy. That, that that console just sold. That that Christmas, the people that had them, like, made five other people that didn't even know they existed want one. You know what I mean? It was, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool. So, I, I mean, I think, personally, I've decided... I'm not going to bother with PS5 for a while until uh-huh. I can get to a point where I can just log in and buy one. Um, I'm not going to be uh, refreshing. I might still watch some of the streams, though, because some of the stuff that's going on in the chat is genuinely entertaining. <laughs> um, and I've been trying to... I've decided now that I'm going to try and slip as many office quotes 
into the chat as possible. <laughs> and every now and then you get acknowledgement for it. How many PS5s have I bought today if you're counting? All that sort of stuff is in there. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'll be quite, quite enjoying that. Uh, okay. okay. Next story. Oh, what is it? Uh, put... No, I've heard Argos. They're launching at 4 a.m. tomorrow morning. And I've replied, some claims will be false. <laughs> so, Gabe Newell has says that Valve has more games in development uh, waiting to be announced. So, he says there's multiple games. He says, we definitely have games in development that we're going to be announcing. It's fun to ship games. And uh, he also spoke about single player, where he said Alex was great to be doing, uh, to be back doing single player games that created a lot of momentum inside the company to do more of that. So apparently things are coming, maybe. Gabe, I don't think I like him. (laughs) Yeah, that's sacrilege to say. No, Valve's been weird for a long time now, hasn't it? Like obviously until Alex came along, it was like, guys, are you just a fucking shop now? Is that it? Like. Can yeah. we stop even can think like thinking of you as game developers? Um, and then obviously Alex turned up, and to be fair, he's brilliant. Um, but then what happened to uh, who was it was um, was it Campus Santa, the Firewatch devs who yep. got brought in yeah. to do right. their new game, and that's just gone nowhere, hasn't it? Didn't, haven't that's they gone nowhere, and then they got moved yeah. onto the Half Life Alex team, right? That's right. Yeah. Um, so yeah. It's, it's, it's like, yeah, all right, Gabe, just tell us what you're working on then, mate. Yeah, just show us an actual game or shut up. Yeah, or, or stop. <laughs> We're working on something. It's like when you listen to a podcast and someone goes, I'm playing a game, but I can't talk about it yet. Yeah. What is that doing for me? Yeah. What is that doing for no me? No help. <laughs> Nothing. <whatsoever. laughs> <laughs> and someone's going to find a clip of me saying that. Um, but but still, until that moment, I'll slag them off. All right. <laughs> Uh, is that it? Should we move on to the next story? Uh, yes. Uh, I don't know. Have you, you got, got any more witty banter? Yeah, do you want to slag oh, off Gabe Newell? You haven't really weighed in, James. Did you, you fucking hate him? <laughs> I just don't care. Okay, I really well, don't <laughs> care. I mean, what, do you not have love whatever... for Valve? No, I do. I used to. I really like their old stuff, but then they haven't released anything for ages on a on a format I can play. So I don't care. It's um. I mean, whatever. If if it's going to be more they VR lost stuff, you as a fan. Yeah, then there's no way unless they can release something on a console that I own or a PC or whatever. Then I don't care. Just what if they release careless. it on a PC though? What are you going to do? Well, no, you're gonna I, buy a PC. well, that's the thing. I don't want to. I don't want to just get invested and, and like excited about something that I'm either never going to be able to play or is never going to come out. You just... haven't got the brain to feel excitement, James. So <laughs> I wouldn't worry about <laughs> it. You're all right. I feel excitement sometimes. Go on. What was the last thing you no, were excited don't, about? Let's go. Don't get a start road to go down. Go on. Well, usually when we get to the end of a podcast, I feel pretty excited. <laughs> Good point. Anyway, uh, Apple are reportedly planning a VR headset for next year. Um, so this is according to Bloomberg. Uh, they So Bloomberg have said it's going to be a pricey niche precursor to a more ambitious augment, augmented reality product uh, that would have greater aspirations as a mainstream product. So it's like a prototype or whatever. They so they expected the glasses, to be... Right? Yeah, something like that. I mean, it's is it expected to be like higher resolution and more expensive because I mean, of course it is because anything <laughs> Apple do it has to be ridiculous. <laughs> and then, but apparently, it's going to be lighter because it's going to use a fabric exterior, and you know, like the space they have for like glasses. <laughs> Such bullshit. <God. laughs> they're going to the be space like removing they have for that space. 
you know, well, no, on like VR headsets, there's like space there so that you can wear glasses or whatever. And so what they're planning to do is they're going to add a compartment so that you can add custom lenses so you wouldn't have to wear glasses while you're in oh, it. Oh, good, yeah. Oh, okay. good. That's, I that's, mean, that's an extra yeah, 500 quid. But most... Yeah. But I'm pretty sure you can get custom lenses for most headsets now anyway, right? You can replace Probably, them already. I don't know. No, whatever. Probably. But yeah, so I mean, this is, I don't know why they're doing, I mean, I do know why they're doing this, but this is going to be another thing where it needs software, doesn't it? And there won't be any, mm. and it's just going to be disappointing. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on, um, they, they've been trying for ages, Apple do, with like the AR stuff, don't they? Like they, the VR whenever, stuff they do like, won't be gaming. It won't be for gaming, will it? Well, I don't know, because, you know, like, every time that they, they, like, release new iPads or, like, phones or whatever, they almost always have one of those tech demos with somebody playing some, some game or whatever, yeah, you know, to, like, they, show they, you can no, do this. I, I'm not saying I mean, they won't AR, have but, gaming yeah. on it, but I've got a feeling that it won't be primarily gaming. They'll be pushing... They release things lifestyle-wise, don't they? It's all yeah. about lifestyle mm-hmm. with Apple. So they're going to try and do, oh, look... You can, if you look in the mirror, you can see if you brush your teeth or whatever, probably. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, that company is weird. Um, VR, I didn't, I, I expect them to get in AR, into AR before VR. Yeah. Which so, is, yeah, that's where they've been mostly going so far. But I don't no. know. I guess we'll see what happens. Okay. Um, okay. Fall Guys isn't coming to Game Pass. Um, <laughs> so what this was, what, this is the thing, right? So there was some banter. Uh, between the full guy's <laughs> Twitter account you and the official on UK, yeah, <laughs> it's his favourite thing. <laughs> yeah, I love I love bants. Mm. It's it's great. Um, so anyway, <laughs> so there's some banter between the full guy's Twitter account and the official Xbox UK account, and which involved them posting it's coming, and then people were like, "It's coming! It's definitely coming! It's coming to Game Pass! It's going to happen!" But then Mediatonic then put out a statement saying. Sorry, there's been a bit of a mix-up. Fall Guys is not coming to Xbox Game Pass. And this was then followed by Devolver Digital reiterating that there are no plans for this to come to any other any form of Game Pass. So Bollocks. what happened here? <laughs> was this was this gonna come and then it's just now isn't for some reason? Or no, I've got a feeling that some sort of deal's been struck and it will come eventually, but you know just can't talk about they it. They don't yet. want it announced now because they're still trying to sell it in other platforms. Um, yeah. But then we said that we said the same when Phil Spencer just announced that Control was coming to Game Pass, and then that didn't happen for another year. So <laughs> yeah. maybe I'm wrong, you know, possibly. Yeah. But there was all they were already hinting at it beforehand, weren't they? When they were saying name your f- favorite Game Pass game, and the Full Guys a- account replied to the Game Pass thing and said, "Can we join in?" Yeah, you know. So there's always been a bit of you know, it's it's got to be coming, I reckon. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know what the story was behind that Instagram post though. That was weird. Someone someone probably got sacked for that. There's <laughs> all sorts of problems with that. Yeah. You can't announce that you're coming to Game Pass before you're on Game Pass because that's yeah, that screws you up a little bit unless you're launching to it. Do you reckon they did that and then somebody was like, Hang on, hang on, Sony have just sent us a lot more money. <laughs> um we, we need to de- we need to delay this for a bit longer. <laughs> Do you reckon? I mean I don't know. I wonder what the numbers are like with that now. If it's still yeah, is doing it still really, massive? really well. I assume so. I still see, like, it's still high up in streaming figures, right? I have no, no idea. idea. I've completely lost This is why we need Matt. Matt knows this stuff. And no, he's he not doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bring he him doesn't. up. See if, he's actually, if he answers the phone, he'll be like, how are you feeling, Matt? 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh sorry. Yeah, actually. Yeah. 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 Oh, ah, my tooth. Ah. Are you? Are you? Are you done with the feedback? Yeah. Okay. I can come on now. <laughs> I'm feeling better actually. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's it's a shame. It needs to, it needs to come to other platforms. I mean, certainly the Switch. Um, but uh, yeah, I'd love to see it on the Xbox just because that's what I've got. <laughs> but I love that money. game. It's brilliant. Mm. Okay, uh, next story is that there is a new, okay. apparently, a new Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic game uh, in development, but it's nothing to do with EA or Bioware. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's ideal, yeah. really, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Didn't Ubisoft <laughs> this stage, say yeah. they were working on one, eh? Well, uh, I assume this is a separate thing. Ooh, why right? do you assume? Because they, they well, do that. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is just piecing rumors together, none of which may be true. But yeah, uh, so we know obviously the yeah, so it's the team that did the division, and that fits with rumors that there's going to be like a bounty hunter Star Wars game, right? Because it'll be a shooter, whereas Knights of the Old Republic is going to be presumably more of an RPG. Um, so who knows? I mean, I, I, my first hope was that Obsidian might be doing it, but then apparently hasn't someone said like, oh, you'll never guess who it is yeah. or something I mean so what it was, was this, this was a podcast <laughs> oh my god James's fucking <laughs> brain if that was announced can oh you my god that? can you imagine that a quantic dream like Old Republic game <laughs> to be fair though to be fair though as bad as that will be it would still be better than Attack of the Clones do you know what I mean the writing would <laughs> still be better than uh, that definitely yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah for sure David I Cage is like a Jedi this is so fun um <laughs> So what, oh, what this was, though, it was a podcast called Best Bin Bulletin, who said, they said, amongst my digging, I hear that there is a Knights of the Republic project in development somewhere. I talked to a couple of people, and I also found out that Jason Schreier said that it is not with EA, and that we'll never guess who the studio is making the game. Okay. But then Wushu uh, Studios' uh, Nate uh, Nadja like, went on Reset Era and just said, like, no, it's um it's not as mysterious as you think. It's just a household name. Most It's, um, it's just not a household name that most people are aware of. So it's not like a okay. you know like a complete out know, of left field sort of thing, right? From so, yeah, would be from. I doubt imagine it. What, imagine what from could do with a uh, Star Wars. That would <laughs> be more than Fallen Order. I'm Fallen Order. Wondering good, whether though you face <laughs> this this doesn't necessarily have to be Knights of the Republic though, does it? It could be you know like the High Republic stuff, you know the new stuff that they're that they're trying to push. Now. I don't That's know. True. Um, I mean, the old Republic's such a weird setting. Anyway, I was. Um, it was one of the. I think it was last month's uh, Kane and Rince Patreon show. Sorry, guys, I'm going to give away some content. Um, but, but like Leon was just saying, like, like okay, it's in like the distant past of Star Wars. Fine, but four thousand years in the past, really? <laughs> like, it's bizarre. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd accept something that was like in the past, but not so far back um because what is the yeah. high republic stuff what it just define that james please isn't it like what the deal is isn't it supposed to be like 300 years or so before um you know phantom menace and stuff like that you see that makes more sense 300 years it's enough to be pretty much disconnected but not like well why have they got working toilets you know like, <laughs> like four thousand years it's ridiculous so yeah I, yeah that'd be that'd make more sense yeah, cool. actually, it was two hundred years. I just checked, but yeah, so okay. two hundred years before the before the Skywalker stuff. But yeah, so it's supposed to be like the era when like the Republic's doing really well and uh-huh. things are kind of 
you know, but then obviously there's drama attached. Cool. But, this is getting yeah. boring. Stop Let's go to the next news story, like please. You don't like Star Wars, Dave. Uh, I cut off towards the end there when you were going, is it 300 years or 200 uh, years before the... Uh, <laughs> God. There, there is also... EA are apparently also working on another Star Wars project that is not Battlefield 3, or it might, may oh, not yeah. be Battlefront 3. Yeah, so and it may right. not ever come out. Fallen Order 2? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Um. Anyway... Also, Capcom had a Resident Evil showcase. This is the the final thing. Yes. Um, so this was they just Did we released this a last bunch week? of. No, we, this we, is new. we announced that they were going to do it. Oh right, now uh, we're announcing this is that they happened. did it. Right, they did it. Yeah. What they announced. So they had a release date for Resident Evil Village, which is coming on the seventh of May, twenty twenty one, and it's coming to PC, PS five, Xbox Series uh, S and X. But then also, it's coming the same date for PS four and Xbox One, which people are obviously pleased about. And then they dropped this non-combat demo of called Maiden, which is basically like a sort of a visual showcase of what the game looks like. And okay. it's a PS5 exclusive, and and people were really angry about that. Oh, really? It's a PS5 exclusive? <laughs> oh, the demo's a PS5 demo exclusive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, so because they, they've said that it won't ever be released anywhere else. And uh, yeah, so yeah, people were cross. Fair enough. A bit weird. Uh, then... Sorry, John, go on. I'd say a bit... Yeah, it is a bit weird, like, an exclusive demo like that. It's like fucking well, adverts. Stop wanna, trying uh, to... I want it to feel like PT, right? That's yeah, that's what I'm getting. Probably, yeah. Um, and then they also announced... Unless, unless a... Sony just funded the development of it. That's probably what happened. <laughs> Sony that's just true. went, we were on an exclusive demo. Here's this amount of money to Here's make it. cash, yeah. Yep. Yeah, probably. They also announced a new multiplayer spin-off um, that's called uh, like Reverse. And uh, that's... It's called... No, hang on. That's not right. No. Yeah, that is. And yeah, <laughs> I was wrong. It's a new multiplayer spin in the James Farley, please. I was yeah, going to say, Capone's going to save that one in the bank. It's just been an incredibly long day. Um, <laughs> so it's been... Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, no, it's cool. no, wait, yeah, no, yeah, no, no, yes, no, no. <laughs> That's what you want, confidence in your news reading. Good, 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 James. It's go. a new multiplayer spin-off called Reverse, and so that's already in beta. You can go and try that, whatever. Uh, if you've got a PC, I assume. Uh, and then also Resident <laughs> Evil Infinite Darkness, which is a CGI Netflix series starring Leon and Claire. But then also Resident Evil is getting a crossover with The Division 2, uh, which basically means just clothes and stuff, I think. Cool. Um, yeah. So my, I mean, as, a, as a non-fan um, who's only engaged with this on a surface level via Twitter, my takeaway was that apparently Reverse looks like a load of shit and everyone okay. fancies the big tall bad woman. Did I? Oh, God, yeah, everyone's getting horny as fuck. Everyone tweeting, like, oh, step on me and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) God, yeah. Can you give us some more advances? That that Uh, was not my reaction when I played it. No, can you give give me some more examples, please, Sean? You what, sorry? Things that people have been saying, ooh, step on me. Is there anything else? Uh, It was just, yeah, just loads of people saying they've discovered they have a thing for tall, strong women. You know, no, what is it like that episode of Futurama where they go to the giant giant's land or whatever it is? I've not seen that. F- Futurama fans will know what I'm talking about. Um, okay, go on. Uh, so, uh, fine. We don't need to go into this story anymore, but James has been playing Maiden, so let's get into what you've been playing. Let's start with James. And I swear to God, if you turn around and start talking about Nintendo Labo Robot for, for to start <laughs> off with, then I'm going to kill you. <laughs> no, I, I structured this so that... We can talk about Maiden first. I'm a bit disappointed because I know Matt's played it and he's not here. And so, yeah. I was really disappointed that Matt didn't stream it. Why didn't he stream it? We're going to have to. No, he doesn't want to stream it at the moment, does he? 
No, I just want him to, though. <laughs> Maybe I just need to be feelings? in the chat and then just having a go at anyone that's acting like a... Just start banning people. Yeah, just so say, just look, literally if you stream again, I'll, I'll be the mod every single time and I'll just fucking yeah. kill everyone. No one wants that, Sean. <laughs> me having that sort of power, forget it. <laughs> go on, James, what did you make of it? I mean, I enjoyed it. It's very short. It's only about 10, 15 minutes long. And it really is just like a graphical showcase. And it looks, it does look incredible. Like, it looks scary, really, really good. Um, I wouldn't say it was terribly scary. I jumped once, and that was, that was towards the end. I know, I've, um, seen, I've seen the gif. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> James jumps in the most cartoonish way I've ever seen anyone jump. Like, every one of your jumps from those streams, you literally, it's like. You know when, you know in a cartoon when they get scared and they their arms and their legs spread out as wide as they can and they freeze in the air for about two seconds. That's James. That is James. And little lines are drawn around their head or whatever as they're startled. That's James Farley. Go and watch it. It's great. If you the pad goes up in the air, doesn't it? Instantly, it's great. it did. Yeah. And then and then afterwards, I was a bit because then I looked at it, I was like, oh. Then then I was like sort of gripping the pad afterwards, like in this <laughs> really weird way. Which Does was it do anything a, a with, a, with a um, touchpad? Like the, the, no, the haptics and stuff? No, sir. There's no, there was nothing what? like that in it at all. It's I, I didn't notice anything like that, which is actually, when I think about it, really disappointing because mm. uh, yeah, they could have done something with that. But, I mean, you uh, start You off, could have had, like, a feeling of them stroking the palm of your hand while you're... Uh, that You could do some horrible stuff with that. Hopefully they Ugh. will. Looking forward to it. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Stroking the palm of your hand. So yeah, I, I streamed this on the Friday because I streamed it before I played Little Hope, and I mean it really shows up how bad Little Hope is actually. Like in terms <laughs> of, like, I don't even know anything about that game. What is it's it? It's terrible. It's uh, well, okay. So you remember, you remember, uh, do you know the Dark Pictures anthology? Do you know, you know what this was? This is Man of Medan was the first one. So this is yes, like yes, a series. Yeah. From, no, I, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. From the people that did Until Dawn, and then yes. they've released this like series of games. So, Little Hope is the sequel to this. Uh, well, the you know the second one in the in the in the sort of series that's probably never going to be finished. And I <laughs> see, I, I went into this with kind of high hopes because Man of Medan was really boring and not very good. I was expecting this was going to be a lot better because the you know the the pitch looked a, a lot more interesting. But it turns out it's it's just really dull. It's got terrible, terrible, like just really boring, like leaden dialogue, like characters that you just couldn't care less about. It's it's not a very good game. And I mean, when I when I streamed it on Friday, I I'd like played it for about I don't know about an hour or so, and then the game crashed. And then I went back, you know, into you know trying to you know, re-establish the stream. And then it said my save file had been corrupted, and <laughs> I had to start oh, again wow. right from the beginning. And I, I mean, that's never happened to me before. And this was, I mean, I even tweeted, I was like, yeah, great console. Yeah, this, this is great. I'm, re- I'm really pleased that cool, this that is, this takes you a lot to say that as well about Sony console. So you must have it was, meant I was, it. I was quite annoyed. I was quite annoyed. And then, I mean, we came up with the idea. I mean, the, it was, yeah, the chat, you know, suggested that, you know, maybe I could just download the um, the one from uh, from the cloud, you know, the, the last save game. And I did that and it has restored it, but it meant that I lost all the progress I made that evening. And so I was just like, oh. I ain't doing that again. Like I'm gonna, I'll do it offline and then come back to it next week. But it's just, it's just not very good. And this is why the like Maiden really shows up. Why? Because it does, even in that ten or fifteen minutes, it does a very good job of like building atmosphere and generating tension. Like even though you kind of know there's not going to be any combat, it still is quite chilling. Like as you're going through it. I mean, you you start off in this basement like dungeon. And it really feels like Dark Souls, actually. Like the the sort of the you know like the design of like where you are, you know the fact that you're sort of crawling around and you you're really confused as to what's you know really sort of going on. 
and it's just the whole purpose really is to like is to escape and into the castle above and then out as as you know if you can but there's also like all these noises going on around you you know you see like bodies being strung up and everything and you're just waiting for the hit of like you know when when is something going to burst out when is something going to happen but yeah. they it goes on for so long that you really do start to feel like this you know massive amount of tension and when it finally does happen it did make me jump and throughout the whole of little hope i don't think i've jumped once because it's just not scary at all because it sort of it telegraphs every single sort of jump scare and everything. Whereas this, it's just because the atmosphere is is was is so good and it's. I mean, partly because it looks so amazing, it uh, it really helps. I Do mean, we I was know very how, impressed. How linked it is to the main game? Um, I don't know. I mean, I because I've not watched any of the trailers or anything for the main game either. So because I, I really because I'm I mean I'm tending to pick this up on day one. I think now, like I really really want to play it, but part of that is because I don't know what it's about yet and I'd rather go in completely cold and not know anything because I think that'll probably make it more interesting I Do you hope. reckon the, the tall lady is going to be in in the main game then? Or oh god yeah Almost certainly yeah, reckon- I mean if she's not then they're patching her in right now Ooh step on me Okay. But no, it's 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 very good. I mean it's only as I said, only ten or fifteen minutes, but it's it's well worth if you've got a PS five, it's definitely worth downloading and giving it a try. Alright, is that um, a fucking I say all those PS five owners Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had someone on Rollmuck do that to me. Yeah. Like I, I this morning when the, the Amazon uh drop happened and I, I you know, I missed it. I posted in there saying, Oh, I got on there just before the notifications, it didn't go through, you know. Uh, just explaining what happened, and someone went, "Ha ha! Oh, uh, unlucky David, I got mine." I was like, "All right, mate, off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you rub it in." Um, but then, to be fair, I am a bit of a dick on the podcast every week, so getting a little bit of stick back is probably <laughs> the right thing to happen, isn't it? Um, okay, mm-hmm. James, anything else this week? Uh, well, the only other thing I've played—I mean, I played more of um, what's it called the Hyrule Warriors, which has been oh, yeah. is great. It's really good. I mean, Sean, if you. I really would recommend going back to it because it's it's great. <laughs> I, it's, I, it's a good I don't game. need to. I already know how I feel about it. That's why I confidently <laughs> voted for it. It's it. game of the year. Last year. See, I mean, uh, but no, Ash, I, I Ash has started it. playing it as well now. Oh, and, cool. Um, it's, a shame, mostly... it's a shame, James, that you're not like... It's a shame that you haven't gone on the show and gone, do you know what? Once I got the five, past the five-hour mark, it was racist. It was. <laughs> it crashed constantly. <laughs> The frame dropping was insane. Uh, <laughs> or, or if it turns out I was actually 10 minutes away from the ending and it's like, oh, so I did play most of it, but that's really disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> that's not as funny as my version, Sean. <laughs> you know it. Go on, James. Yeah, Ash has started playing it as well now because his favourite streamer is playing it. Oh, so he's like, go. now, now he he's into it. It was, no. Yeah. Uh, he was, yeah, so he's, he's, he's absolutely into that now. And no, isn't his we've, name, we've, like, isn't he got a really average name, that streamer? Brian or something? Yeah, it's Brian. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's uh, Brick Show Brian. And, uh, Brick Show yeah. Brian. Shout he's out brilliant. to Brick Show Brian. He's good. He's, he's good. Is I, he right? I don't mind Brian at all. Like, I'll sit there and listen to him talk about doing his tax returns or the pizza that you had and stuff like that. It's brilliant. It's great stuff. <laughs> it's really good content. I don't know if you've been sarcastic or not. No, it's not sarcastic. It's okay. great. It's, uh, it's, it's really good. Because no, yeah. well, I'm still at that. Yeah, because I'm not in, like engaged with that world at all. So I just every time you will be every time someone's like, "Oh, my," you know, six or seven year old is like well into this streamer. I'm just like, "Oh, bet they're 
awful, aren't they? Not like the sort of cool gaming stuff we watch. Um, <laughs> but in actual fact, what, like, why shouldn't any of them be cool? Man, some of them are decent. Yeah, yeah. as I said, Zach's, Zach's got, I've got time for him. I mean, he's not mm-hmm. my cup of tea, but I guess, you know, he, yeah. he's not, he's wholesome. The, 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 um, yeah, the one you want to avoid is Ryan. Uh, okay. Sean, if your kid ever goes, oh, uh, can I watch that video of that kid opening a toy? Oh, Just yeah. say no. It's the worst. <laughs> say no. It's the absolute so worst. So no, you can't yeah. watch that. <laughs> but no, but Brian's great because he's just um yeah he he's he's not all like really over enthusiastic okay. and like you know like he's he's just I don't know I think he's all right I no. I, I get on with Brian. Can um, we try and anyway. get them together? Can we try and get James to like get in contact with Brian and I say followed him on Twitter and uh, yeah did you get a follow back? Uh, he's, did you follow you back yeah <laughs> no no he, he didn't follow me back Shame. um although we had bought merchandise from him. And uh, I mean, the, we got Asher like a mug, like a Brickshow Brian mug for Christmas, and he he doesn't drink out of anything else now. He, he only uses that. Do you think Brickshow yeah. Brian's kids have got any TCGS merch? Uh, Brick Brickshow Brian almost certainly does not have kids. He just hit twenty five. <laughs> oh right, okay. and uh, yeah, that's old enough. <laughs> and he's talking about his tax returns on Australia. Okay. Yeah, 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 he's freelance. Isn't he? If you're a Twitch streamer, yeah, you've got no tax return. Twenty five. You're not going. Oh, I'm going to have a good old chat about my tax return. <laughs> <laughs> You know, he's he's filling a lot of a lot of airtime, and he just but he's yeah. he's got a good turn of phrase. I've he's, got a feeling great. that Bricks O'Brien is James Farley if he started podcasting <laughs> in his like late teens. <laughs> no. Oh man, that was that would be good. Just start talking about stuff like that. I'd love that. Yeah, good. Um, yeah, but anyway, Hyrule Warriors is good. It's still good. I'm still enjoying it. I'm cool. about fifteen hours in, I think now, cool. and uh, but it doesn't feel like I'm coming towards any sort of end. And uh, yeah, it's I great. did see that video you put up of the the map just going. Here's forty odd icons. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. Bad. Every time that happens, my heart does sink a bit. <laughs> like it comes up, and then it's just like, oh, I, I am enjoying this, but this is it's just a bit much. You know, like yeah. you open this map, and it's just like one thing after another for ages. Does Brick Show Brian have like an intro to his videos? Uh, no, don't think so. <laughs> Starts up and goes. I'm playing. Uh, <laughs> like he's like the anti YouTuber. That's why James loves him. <laughs> I love that. Please do not like or subscribe because it's too much effort. Who cares? <laughs> that freaks me, Brian. Ah, uh, I'm gonna have to watch some of his stuff. Um, yeah, you should have a look. He's good. Um, any, anyway, else? the other thing I did is I finished the Labo robot. Hey. How many years from? The date <laughs> you bought it to finishing it to to finish when building it. Sell by date. It's all when did it come out? Rotted, like. I mean, James, four months ago you text the group to say I've started building the robot. Four months ago, it wasn't four months ago. It was Christmas. I started building it at Christmas. It was before then. Gone. It was not. It was Christmas. Cool. Um, it was Christmas. Yeah. So, I mean, I've had it for a long time. It's been sitting there, and then it was half finished um, for a while because I started building it at Christmas, and then I stopped you, at Christmas, and then. And then Chen was getting annoyed because it was just laying around in bits, like bits of it, and she had to keep we had to keep moving it all the time, you know, because it was on the <laughs> it was on the dining room table, then it was on the floor again, and it was just just she was just like she's like, look, what? There's all these like you know cables and stuff attached to it. It looks awful. Please, can you just finish it? So this weekend I did. I just sat down there. and I thought, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this, and it did take ages to build. But as with all things with like the Labo, it is very satisfying to put together. I did yeah, enjoy doing it. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a really nice feeling putting everything together. And actually, the robot is not, it's not complicated at all, it, like compared with some of the others. Like the piano is significantly more complicated to put together than the robot was. Really? It's just that the thing with the robot is there's so many, like, sort of, it's so big. Yeah. And there are so many sort of parts, it, it takes longer because you've got, you've got a lot more folding. But in terms of like having to be careful and all that kind of thing, it's, it's much, much easier. Trouble is, though, is that by the time I'd finished it, I didn't even really feel like playing the game part. Because <laughs> I just thought I've done this, I've succeeded. On the fun bit, I don't really care at all. And like Asher wanted to play it, and then so did Rachel, and they played it, and they they enjoyed it. They thought it was quite good. But I mean, I I had a go because I, I mean I took a picture of me having a go, mm. and I just think I just don't ever really get on with it because it they the game doesn't you know they don't really have much depth and they really are just tech demos. Yeah. That's that's all they are. And it's like the enjoyment out of Labo comes from building it, not really from playing the stuff. Yeah, one hundred stuff is yeah. is really yeah, sort sure. of throwaway and, and not amazing or anything. Yeah, it's like and Lego think, sets. You don't sit there and play with them afterwards, do you? Like Harry's already dismantled and rebuilt his um Bowser's castle about eight times, you know. Yeah. It's um yeah, it's all about building the things. But that, but that's the problem, though, isn't it? Because like with Lego, you can do that. Like you can, yeah. you take it apart. You can build other things. You can do whatever. But with this, once you built it, you built it, and then if this is why I think it does need, uh, like sort of better software, really, like for mm. it to really gain traction, because it just is too gimmicky, isn't it? That's the yeah, problem. Of course, it is. It's, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. And and if it was cheaper and stuff, it, you know, yeah, I think it would have sold. I mean, more. I think that's the thing I think you were spot on like when we were first talking about this where it's like if they'd have released like smaller packs for like you know 15, 20 quid or whatever yeah. that did something that I think they would have flown off the shelves I think yeah, people would definitely have gone for that but you know put, putting out these big huge packs that take ages to build and all that kind of stuff and you know once you've done it it's there's not really much of a game there or much to yeah. really do with it it's like what's the point point? and it's, it's the same um, yeah. same with you know Mario Kart home tour whatever it's called it's yeah Oh, it's fine. Mario Kart and Live, it's, uh, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Home circuit. Yeah. Oh, um, right, yeah, okay. It's yeah. It's it's fine. Like, but it, again, it's the the building the track is the fun bit, and you sort of thinking, oh, you put a gate here, make it come round this way, and then you could cross, you know, loop around here, and um, and figuring out, you know, fun like obstacles or things you can put around the track, and then you race around it a couple of times, and you're like, that's sort of it. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine yeah. um, and then it's dismantling it and then in another few days you might think oh yeah let's build another one and yeah it's it's the building that's the fun bit um, but yeah and, and you know and, like, and with Labo like I, I still defend the use of cardboard I think it makes yeah. a lot of sense because as we all it's know right the amount of plastic you throw out when you've got kids is insane yep, yep. Um, so absolutely no issue with it being cardboard but yeah but smaller kits would have been very cool yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and, you know, they might come back to that at some point. I don't think the idea's dead. Mm. Uh, I just think they need to go away and work out how they can use it better. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It's a shame what happened to it. Like, it sort of just come out and no one bought it and then they tried it well, again no, with think, a vehicle kit. And I think it did pretty well. Like, the the initial release, I think, did pretty well. But then I think it cooled down quite quickly. Mm. Like, you know, people didn't really seem to be that bothered about it. And people I mean, did I've, do... I've still got the, Sorry, the vehicle go on. one to... I've still got the vehicle one to build at some point. It's uh, I just, see, I do, I do think one. Isaac would fucking love the vehicle one. So I'm, I, if I ever see it cheap, I'll definitely grab it. Well, let's have a look. But, because um, they are quite cheap compared to when they first come out, right? I, I got the vehicle one for, I think it was 30 quid. Yeah, Because it, it? it was discounted. That is, that yeah, is like, definitely in the right, Okay, but, yeah. Okay, so currently on Amazon, mm. 
The VR one is 36 quid. Yeah. That wasn't bad. That was decent was it not? for a quick oh, okay. I mean, it was bad in terms of VR, but you know, <laughs> yeah. some of the games were white. Yeah. Um, Nintendo, the, the robot kit is 60 quid currently. The vehicle kit is not for sale. Oh, shit. <laughs> that is not for sale. Discontinued. Right shame. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Fine. Anything else? No, that's really it. I've played, I mean, apart from Yakuza 4, I played a bit of, but not enough to be able to report further so yeah that's it okay well i've cool. only got a few um quick games to talk about uh, i'll start with donut county which uh joined um game pass this week uh we, no, sean you yeah. played this at release right i did and you weren't a fan no you were sort of like it's all right but there was a lot of buzz about this when it first came there was, out you have so much buzz about it and it's one of the first times where i was just like i like i don't get it uh, it's fine. I felt though it was quite nicely presented. I thought the dialogue and stuff was quite funny. I just felt like each level just felt like going through the motions until you get pretty much towards the end, and then suddenly it gets yeah. really interesting. And then it's like, oh, that's and then it's the end. <laughs> I, 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 I go on. I really loved it. I thought it was okay. great. Okay. <laughs> um, no, but this is what was interesting because after I completed it, I was like, mm. I think if I'd have bought this at launch based on all the buzz that it mm. got when it was released, I think I would have been disappointed with it. Yeah. But the fact that I just turned it on, played for it over the weekend, it had a few chuckles in it. It was quite relaxing to play because the music was nice and quite mm. satisfying, working out the very simple puzzles to clear each stage. Mm. For those of you that don't know what Donut County is, it's sort of like a, um, a sort of a puzzle toy thing where you control a hole in the ground and the idea is that you every time something falls in the hole the hole gets bigger and eventually the hole's big enough to start swallowing buildings and stuff but sometimes there's little tricks to the level like maybe you need to fill the hole with water and do something with water first before you can get access to smaller items and then making yourself bigger that way um but me and harry just sat there uh, sort of glued to it and passing through these levels and giggling at the dialogue between each level. I, I thought it was a great little game. Mm. Um, but yeah, I can totally see why you were like, what is the big deal about this? Because, <laughs> you know, after I finished it, I thought, I mean, people were saying this is something special and I didn't really think it was anything special. I just thought mm. it was a nice relaxing way to pass the few hours over the weekend, you know, because mm. it's quite short. Yeah. And if I'd have paid like 10, 15 quid for it when it first came out, I'd have been like, what? What's going on with people? This is a bit weird. Um, but no, I really enjoy I really enjoy my time with it. So if, like me, you've always wanted to check it out and you've got Game Pass, then it's on there now. Um, and I think the announcement of that coming to Game Pass was quite muted, actually, because there were some other mm. games that were sort of pushed to the forefront of that announcement. Um, but Donut Count is on there and it's worth a little go, especially if you've got kids... Because there's I was going to nothing... say, yeah, like, as soon as you said that, I was like, to be fair, playing that through with Isaac would probably be quite funny. Might give that love a go. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just watching things fall in and stuff. Um, although Harry experienced his... Uh, is it a spoiler? Harry experienced his first jump scare with it. Oh, no. Do you know what bit I'm talking about? I know. I can't think which bit. So I get, uh, Yeah, there's a jump yeah. scare in it. And okay. he was absolutely gutted <laughs> that he experienced <laughs> that. Because, yeah, that's not, not something he's seen in video games before. Mm. Next stop, PT. Um, <laughs> yeah, and the other game I've been playing is, I just, when I was sitting there, I think it was 
after game's third or, or fourth drop for the PS5. And I got into the queue and then I had five minutes left before it was my turn to buy one. And it come up with the symbol, like the sign, we've sold out now. And then the queue just zooms forward and you get booted out. Um, I was like, oh, I was really fucking angry. And I thought, right, I'm just going to buy a new game for the Xbox. Um, so I, I Hitman had just come out and I thought, Do you know what? Why not? Um, yes, mate. As and my word, I'm so glad I did. I mean, I remember <laughs> I didn't play much of the first game. Mm. I think I bought like the first level, um, and then I didn't bother buying any others because they did it piecemeal, didn't they? They did, yeah. You just they buy went one level with the first one, and it was interesting because they basically found out that like most of the sales still came from people just pre-ordering the full thing right off the bat. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, I didn't play you know too much of it, but I enjoyed what I played, and I never played Hitman Two for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But I'm so glad I started playing this one. It's just so that first level yeah. is such a good introduction back into what you're supposed to be doing and mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. It looks incredible in places, and this is before ray tracing. They're adding ray tracing to it on the Xbox. Yeah, yeah. So that'd be I'm surprised it didn't but... launch with it because it is badged well, as a optimized for X and S. Sorry, Series S and X. That's uh, right, isn't it? But yeah, I, my only concern is though it looks great in 60 frames. Like going down yeah. to 30 again is going to be a bit of a struggle. So maybe I won't do. You've got it, a choice, I suppose. Haven't you? Is it? Is it 60 frames on the S as well, or is it just on the X? It's like I that. Believe it is. Yeah. But obviously, it's. I Hang think on. it's 1080p upscaled. But right. Okay. Yeah. Are you writing See, I, this I, down, I, James? <laughs> what no, was that? No, 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 no. Because I was just, I was just thinking about it. I mean, I've, I've down, I finally downloaded this because I was going to play it over the weekend, but it, I, I started downloading it on Friday, and then on Saturday I checked in, and it was still hadn't finished downloading, and so I was like, oh, this is. Have you um, got yours on standby mode? Yeah, it, I've, I switched it to standby mode, and then it, it does okay. it much faster when you do Have that. Have you closed yeah. down the apps that are open? Like the no. stuff that has got uh, yeah, do that. Some seems to it goes it. like, yeah. yeah. See, see, for mine, I look at my download speed and it's thirty megabytes per second. If I close mm-hmm. down the games that are suspended, then it goes up to two hundred. So yeah. it just like shoots parts. Of it. That's probably what's going on. So make sure you right. do that. But but yeah. So the first level is the one set in a skyscraper, right? Mm-hmm. Dubai. Um, and it, what was really interesting, if again, if you've not played a Hitman before, Hitman game before, it's it's kind of really well done. Like they've refined the different ways you want to play that game, like incredibly well. Mm. So I just went off and did my own thing, and John followed the story, right? Okay. And by the time we finished, John was saying. I'm a bit disappointed because it felt like I had my hand held throughout the whole mission. And I was like, oh, but I had all these amazing moments where I nearly got caught doing this. And then I had to work out how to get this character into this specific spot so I could activate this to do this and all this sort of stuff. And piecing it all together was really exciting and tense. But once I'd completed the mission, it came up with all this stuff that I could have done. And I was like... Oh man, I I felt like I barely did anything really, because <laughs> there was only a few of the pictures were in color and the rest were in black I mean, and white. That's standard though, I guess. But it kind of felt like because my main focus was assassinating the two targets, I went directly for that goal. Yeah, and so I wasn't following other characters and talking to them and doing bits and pieces. I was 
literally just like, how do I kill these people in the most discreet way and get out of here as quick as I can? Mm-hmm. Um, which was fun, don't get me wrong. So for the second mission, I started following the story, which I am so glad that I did, because that is not what I expected. So the previous times I've followed stories in hit, in Hitman games, and this hasn't obviously happened a lot, it's kind of been like, you've heard that there is dodgy wiring on the back of the stage, and if you disguise yourself as this technician, you can approach that wiring with the right tools. And it's like, mm. okay, so I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll do that. It works. He's dead. I can leave. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one, it's kind of sent me down this path. I don't know how much I can go into it. Have you played the second mission yet? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Can I talk about it? I guess I can. Mm, right. Uh, without spoiling it for others. I don't know. Okay. If I'm going <sighs> to, Potential spoilers coming up, but very, very light spoilers. I would have I would thought say. that, yeah, without playing it, it's probably going to be so out of context that it's not really going to stick. Exactly, so, yeah. Think, yeah. Exactly, but if you're if you're obsessed by it, fast forward like five minutes or whatever. Um, so you start the mission, and it's in a stately home, right, um, in England, and is filled with very rich people, and there's this whole storyline going on, which I won't go into, but there's a dead body involved, right? And although you're there to kill someone what the main storyline asks you to do is to take out the PI that they've hired to go and expect the crime scene and everything, nick his clothes, like disguise, disguise yourself as him. Then you start interviewing all the members of the family from the house to try and work out who killed. And they make it very clear that if you work out who killed this person in this house, then we will give you access to the, your target essentially. So you know that by the end of it, you're going to be put in a situation where the target's easy to kill and you could just leave the scene. But at the same time, you're wrapped up in this weird murder mystery <laughs> and hearing all the stories of all these characters and all this stuff. And it's hilarious as well because the PI has been walking around the mansion for a while by the time you take them out. And then suddenly they're a completely different person but in the same clothes. Like it's... And well, no one notices. Uh, yeah. But that's part of the fun with Hitman, isn't it? Yeah. It's like... You know, all that sort of well, it's, it's it's thing. knowingly uh, funny yeah. with that stuff. So with the, the first reboot in whatever it was, 2016, um, yeah, they sort of added this thing. I think it was new to that game where it was like, so if you're disguised as a security guard, then there will be like senior security guards who will still see through your disguise yeah. and be like, you're not yeah, they can, they, They're like, I don't know yeah. you. Yeah, 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 which was good and made sense because it had been a bit silly previously that everyone just totally you know believe whatever disguise you had on whereas what i found with hitman 3 is like there are so many situations where it's like yeah you can just completely be this other person like in front (laughs) in front of people who i think have like met them before and (laughs) and it shouldn't be convincing at all but as you say it's even though it's sort of in some ways, going against its own rules, it's funny. Like, it's fun enough. It's part of the comedy. Yeah, yeah. it's part of the comedy, yeah. isn't it? Like, yeah. I mean, they still have that mechanic where senior members of staff yeah. will notice yeah, that yeah, yeah. you shouldn't be there yeah. or won't recognise you and will raise a flag or whatever. But, mm. yeah, it's got that stuff where you can just literally take the place of someone for a bit. And that's, you know, that was in the first level. That was in the Paris level of, Hit, of Hitman, the reboot, right? The Oh, you could be the uh, the model, the model. you? Yeah, but yeah, and yeah. that was yeah, so like. Oh, if you notice, exactly, by the way, he yeah, he looks exactly like you. He's wearing makeup, exactly. Et yeah, yeah. So they try to explain it away, whereas here yeah. they don't. Yeah. Um. 
but yeah, no, I mean, I've had situations where I've been caught doing the, the weirdest shit. I've had situations where my heart's been pounding as I was about to take someone out or whatever. And I've been freaking out about people seeing me and all this sort of stuff. Um, I've had situations where I've been able to sabotage something or do something and then not find out what that does. And it's maybe so curious. So the idea, what I plan to do is go for it, assassinate and move on to the next level. Keep doing that. And then go back and start mucking things about, you know, and mm. testing the systems and digging into the characters and the stuff that's in there. But, I mean, what I will say is very much a Hitman game. You yeah. know, it doesn't feel like it's doing anything completely out of the ordinary mm. unless this stuff that it was doing in that second mission is, like, completely out of the ordinary for a Hitman game, which is possible because I haven't played enough of them. Um, but I would... You know, I'd say give it a go because my word, I had so much fun with it the other night. Mm-hmm. I don't still early doors for me, but I'm I'm absolutely loving it. We've um, have you played it in front of Joe at all? I I mean, if I play games in front of Joe, she's not looking anyway, and I don't no, have my headphones enough. in. So no, what? what cause, um, well, because New likes a lot of like trashy murder shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> and she really enjoys watching me play this. Like we've had like a good few evenings on it now. Where because I was I was saying last week that I was like, oh man, I want to play the new stuff, but I'm actually because I've got you know the access passes for Hitman One and Two. Like I'm really excited to like go back to those and, and dig into those as well. What's actually ended up happening is that basically I'll just load up like the the locations menu, and I'll just say to New like, right, where should we go? <laughs> And yeah, we've had like a good few evenings on it where we've just done like, so obviously I'm playing it, but she's sort of, you know, like 90% of that game is like, it's not even about the, the actual, like the, you know, the interaction with the controller or whatever. It's the spotting things and figuring things out and, and, you know, so basically we're essentially playing it together. Um, And it's been so much fun. It's been really good. Oh man, uh, that sounds great. But the problem here's the how the conversation will go. Mm-hmm. Hey, Joe, just watch this. Just give this a go. No, okay. Just <laughs> but hear me out. It's a murder mystery thing. Mm-hmm. And let's try and solve it. To, no, okay. Because <laughs> the one that really killed me is that she, I know she would love Life is Strange if she sat there yeah, and played yeah. it, right? Mm-hmm. Because Life is Strange. You know, how we're like, oh, it's such a teen drama. It's mm-hmm. like every Netflix show she watches. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the amount of times I'm in there and there's someone in a high school and they're pushing each other and then the, the principal comes in and splits them up and like one of them's got a bleeding lip or whatever and he looks here and then, you know, um, <laughs> the amount of times I've seen that scene in various different Netflix shows that she's watched, I, I just think she'd love it. But, you know, yeah. she's no no chance of convincing <laughs> her to play something like that. Such a shame. But yeah, That's my relationship. Like We've been we've been doing that and it's yeah it's been proper good fun. So we've you know we've done um, so we've done like a few of the missions from Hitman Three, done like Dubai, um, uh, the level in Chongqing as well, and uh, the Dartmoor one. But then like we've gone back to Miami and New York from Hitman Two, um, and they've both been brilliant. Um, it's yeah, oh, it's proper good. The I should how's point that out work if, with the backwards compatible stuff like. It's literally it so. It, it, those those levels are imported into Hitman Three, and they if run. If you own Hitman Two, if you own them, yeah. I mean, you can, yeah, you can, you can get like an access pass, which is essentially so you buy those levels essentially as DLC. I can't remember how much that costs. Okay. Um, yeah, and there's some weirdness on PC as well because it's come out. You know, it's exclusive to the Epic Store, but Hitman Two is only available on Steam. 
So apparently they are working on a way to import that across. Um, right. So yeah, a bit of a pain, but um, yeah, just having them all there. But yeah, it, it, it just acts as if they're all part of Hitman 3, basically. Um, so it's all totally seamless and they, they run like in the Hitman 3 engine and stuff. Um, so yeah, it's it's proper good just having them all there. Um, like I'm not following the story at all. Yeah, um, nor am I. It's, it's bobbins, <laughs> isn't it? Nor am I. Um, but those, yeah, those Has, like sorry, opportunities. That, sorry, go on, James. Has that ever been a thing of Hitman though? Because I've never played these games. Like I've I played a PS2 demo like years and years ago. But is like the is story like a thing? Uh, no, yeah, I don't think the story's story ever been particularly good. The, like the it's worth watching the intro to each mission because it just sets up that like you know because the reason that like you know Hitman Agent Forty Seven. The guy you play as is technically not a bad guy. Is that all of your targets are dickheads and they've all got it coming for one reason or another? Um, you know, they're all like, they're either just obviously wankers or they're like, you know, sort of Illuminati style dickheads responsible for, you know, arms dealing or this, that, and the other. Um, so you're like, well, you don't really feel bad about this. What you might feel bad about is the several people you end up choking out or killing along the way to get to them, but it depends how you do it um but yeah it's just great having all those all those levels available it's like you forget how funny these games can be as well um like there's just little things like the new york level there's loads of for whatever reason so you're in like a bank right in new york and you're in this this lobby area and there's several bits where like someone's mopped the floors and they've put a wet floor sign down and if you're disguised as one of the janitors, you can pick up the wet floor signs and no one no one kicks off at you. And then the, whoever walks through the wet floor bit will slip up and like get knocked out for a minute. And I was we were just doing that for ages and just like so like picking up a wet floor sign and then going around the corner to the toilets and letting a sink overflow so that someone hears like a security guard hears the sink overflow and runs around slips up in the fucking water that didn't get old for about 10 <laughs> minutes it was <laughs> it was great um yeah and uh, the as to point out this so there's the opportunity stuff which is yes you know you'll overhear a conversation and then it'd be like bing here is a way in to the mission like you know here's a, a, a like a scenario that you can follow um you can turn those off like they still happen um like you still hear the conversations and you can still follow the route but there's no like hud icon for it and stuff um but i mean it's it's up to you it's how you want to play it like you know the way like dave's playing it is totally valid um and as you say you get to the end Cheers, of the level man. and you'll only have <laughs> no worries um, you'll only have like <laughs> you know, ticked off maybe four or five of the sort of potential opportunities that, that were there in the level. But that's standard. Like, you're meant to be able to go back and just rinse them, like, over and over again. And then eventually, you know, it'll get to the point where, well, theoretically, it'll get to the point where you can do the level without ever changing costume, without anyone seeing you um, or, or knowing what's happened. Like, that's the the goal. Um, which is why the, the episodic thing sort of worked, because it was like, right, here's a level, everyone rinse it for a month or two or whatever and then the next one would come out and then everyone would be talking about that instead and yeah it's and like those games like cool 100 way. heroes or whatever where do you remember that it was like no, an iOS game and it was like a platformer and the yeah. whole idea was to get to the end of the the level mm. 
you had 24 hours to get to the end of the level as quick as you can. It was like a mm. big, massive world leaderboard. All right. Um, and it was like really, you had to try and really nail each jump to keep the speed down, mm. uh, like to keep the speed up to get to the level as fast as you can. But it was that one level throughout the 24 hours. And mm. then the next day you get a new level. And the good, I, the good thing about that is that you just knew that level like so well by the end of the 24 hours, you knew exactly when to jump, how to jump, mm. you know, it was all that sort of stuff. So yeah, yeah. yeah drip feeding you levels for a game like Hitman seems perfect. But yeah, I don't it, think it, that's how people want to play their games or, or no. how they don't they don't want to receive their content in that way. Yeah, and as I say, I, you know, we really enjoyed, as I say, just loading up that menu and just being like, right, let's go to New York. Right, let's go to China. Let's go to the Maldives. Let's go, you know, and just be able to jump around like that. There's, there's like, there's a joy in that as well. Um, yeah, for sure. But with it, there's a massively decreased likelihood that I'll really rinse any of the levels, particularly. I don't know. I'll, I'm thinking I'll probably just play a load more, and then obviously some favourites will start to emerge, and then I'll probably get deeper into those. But but yeah, it's cool. fucking great. So good. It is great. It you is know, great. I can't I, wait to play more of it. I really wonder what the PSVR version is like. I've wondered about I, this, because surely it looks rubbish in comparison. I don't really know how it would work. Yeah, I mean, I've, I mean, I read, I mean, Edge did like a whole feature on it, you know, okay. or preview of it, where they said it was, um, you know, they, it, they gone beyond just sort of trying to recreate it and trying okay. to like, you know, work with the control systems, with the, you know, the with the move controllers and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm kind of curious to see how. It I mean, be, but that'd be, like a hell, that'd be a hell of a stream, James. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but you can't <laughs> though, can he? Can you not? Well, I can, just only to YouTube. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Twitch. <laughs> Thanks, Twitch. All right, okay. Have you got anything else, Sean? Oh, we do. Oh, we're doing me. Sorry. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that's it. That's but I've spoken about my games. Cool. Um, I've been playing Everspace Two, which recently came out um, in early access. Um, it's been. Uh, I'm trying to think. So it was. It was kickstarted. Yeah, I've heard about this game for ages. Well, yeah. Um, it's been so. It was kickstarted ages ago, and I think there's been like you know backers have had like access to various sort of in progress builds for the last must be about a year or so because it was gonna. I think it's supposed to be out in like September last year, and then because E3 was it E3 or Gamescom, one so an event got cancelled, and they and they sort of said, look, we you know we were supposed to have a weekend full of pitch meetings with potential financiers or whatever um so then it got delayed once and then it it was supposed to be out in december and then the cyberpunk delay happened and they just said look we're just going to get out of the way because what is the point so it slipped to january um so but it's still still early access and you can sort of tell like it's um you know i mean not not just for the fact that on the main menu there's a big fucking banner on the top left saying you know early access and like <laughs> yeah, build but number even stuff. though it's early access i bet it runs better than the game that they moved out of the way for <laughs> <laughs> well yeah um yeah i mean yeah it looks and, and runs beautifully um so i've not explained what it is so this is it's a uh you know space uh flight sim um the first ever space was a roguelike where you were sort of making your way across the galaxy and you know upgrading your ship um and you know shooting pirates or whatever whereas this is uh it's like a structured story based thing um which is interesting because we saw this with um rebel galaxy outlaw that came out last last year yeah it was last year um 
which, you know, the previous Rebel Galaxy game was a roguelike and then Rebel Galaxy Outlaw was a story-based thing. And it's, yeah. I guess it's that sort of progression where, like... That wasn't you, last year, though, was it? Rebel, Rebel Galaxy, Galaxy Outlaw? I'm sure I played that a couple of years ago. Uh, the first Rebel Galaxy was years ago, yeah. But that, was, was, that was the space game where you could only go forward, backwards, left and right, right? Oh, I don't know. Oh, no. Was it? Surely not. Maybe. Oh, I can't remember. All right, continue. Oh, no, Sorry. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, and it's just interesting because obviously as a smaller dev, you can sort of see how like doing a roguelike is a an efficient way of getting more use out of like a limited pool of assets, I guess. And then to sort of nail that and then be like, right, okay, now we can now that we've built that sort of base, we can sort of expand on that and do something like something with a real sort of narrative through line. Um so it's interesting that this and Rebel Galaxy have sort of followed that same route, I guess. Um, yeah. It's yeah. In terms of it being early access, um, I've had like a couple of very minor bugs. Just things like when you're in the menus, like switching to the map sometimes like takes a couple of seconds, whereas the rest of the interface is really slick. So that that sort of sticks out quite badly. And I've had a few like cutscenes where like the dialogue's not there. Um, so there's like someone just reading out. Like it's just you know just this one woman's voice saying like and now he says this and then they do this and then <laughs> um, but you know fine it's not finished yet um, I, but yeah I'm I'm proper enjoying it it's the the ship controls are really strange because you know obviously most like space flight sims it, it, you know the, the the ship basically controls like an aeroplane um, in that you've got like an amount of thrust that you sort of you know move up or down and then you're sort of pitching and you know rolling or or whatever whereas this is basically if it was a third person shooter but you just but you're floating in space as in so your right stick is to look around your left stick is to you know slide left and right and go forwards and backwards um and then you sort of click the right stick into that and then till it to, to roll um but it, and which initially is weird because you're sort of going like, yeah, but this isn't anything like what a spaceship would handle like, surely. But mm. it works because it just means like without really thinking, you can do like loads of cool maneuvers that would normally be a pain in the ass with like traditional, you know, spaceflight controls. Like you know, like in Star Wars Squadrons, it makes a whole thing of like teaching you how to do, um, I forget what they actually call it, but essentially a handbrake turn. And but in yeah. this, like that wouldn't need a tutorial because you just like oh well I'll just like I'll just pull back on the left analog stick and turn around and then pull push forward and hit the boost button like it's I'm fine I don't know it's, that's it's what I lot- was hoping um, that game would be actually Star Wars yeah. Squadrons yeah, yeah I just wanted a fun dogfighting game and not like this well don't no, I mean, I like don't I'm know. not I'm having not a go at Squadrons like I thought Squadrons was great um, it's just th- this is like a much more instantly accessible take on on that sort of thing and and as a result like the you know the fights are never you know chasing like markers on the corner of your hood or whatever it all all feels very instant and quite sort of like really enjoyable like you, you, and your ship has like really stupid abilities as well like every ship has like an ultimate ability like in you know overwatch or whatever you charge it up and then you fucking unleash it and the the one you start with is basically like force lightning. So you <laughs> you activate it, and your whole ship's just crackling with electricity. And then you just shoot in it; it's just going, and it's just like all this electricity just arcing around all the enemy ships and stuff. Yeah, it's that's the shit nuts. I want. That sounds good. Yeah, it's oh, it's, it's beautiful. It's, it looks amazing. Um, and yeah, so you, you're following the story, but there's you know there's main missions and the side missions. Like it's still open world, um, but yeah, there's there is a story to follow. And you're sort of upgrading like your home base and getting new abilities from that. You're upgrading your ship, your pilots leveling up at the same time. 
Um, and you're just constantly unlocking new shit that sort of interacts in interesting ways with, with you, you know, the other stuff you're unlocking and as well as, you know, actually buying new ships as well as just upgrading them and, and like constantly find like every, you know, every enemy you kill is like dropping loot and stuff as well. So you're constantly managing that and upgrading stuff and crafting stuff. Um, it's, yeah, it's proper good. Um, like I said, there are a, f- like, because there are a few, like, especially I was saying with the cutscenes and stuff, part of me is thinking like, I might just shelve this, um, yeah, until it's a bit, out, yeah. a bit further on. And because, you know, this is reminding me that I really should go back to Rebel Galaxy Outlaw because I, I love that for a lot of the same reasons. Um, but that is, yeah, definitely having a quick finished. look, I think it was Rebel Galaxy was the one that I played the, the first, first one. one. Yeah. Strange. Um, yeah. I loaded it up and I was like, why can't my spaceship go up and down? <laughs> it was really weird. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I might, I'm probably going to end up shelving this and going back to Rebel Galaxy Outlaw, um, but not through any fault of Everspace Two. Like I'm, I'm yeah, really enjoying it. I mean, it was an amazing photo mode as well. Like because I mean, the game is beautiful as is, but it's one of those where they do it right in that it's got a photo mode where you know you see so you, you line it up, you do your settings, or whatever, and then when you press the the take a photo button, it exports like a fucking 8K image of the screenshot rather than just doing do. it at whatever your screen yeah. resolution is which is nice because then when you put it on Twitter it compresses it down yeah <laughs> <laughs> it just looks like shit um, so yeah I've been really enjoying that um, the only cool. other game I played as part of my new streaming series uh, was Chicken Police um, I didn't get so- to see any of it was it a good stream uh, yes and no um it's i don't think it's the game's fault right i think it's just it's one of those where it's just turned out that the pacing of it is not quite right for a stream um and i think maybe i'm as a result i'm like judging the game a little bit unfairly um, yeah it's so, hard to judge games like that based yeah. on a stream because you're not yeah. just thinking about yeah 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 totally like um so yeah if this is a sort of i mean i want to say point and click adventure you're not like clicking around an environment picking up items and combining them and stuff it is it all just seems to be conversations but it's yeah <laughs> the theme of my new streaming series for those who aren't aware is that i'm only playing detective games where everyone's animals for no particular reason um, you're so wacky sean so i'm you're just so not crazy. no this is just i just noticed that this was a thing and i was like yeah do you know what that seems like a stupid enough idea to pin a few streams <laughs> too um so yeah so you play as a chicken who is also a detective and there's there's cats and dogs and other than rats and all sorts of other animals i mean i love the visual style of it it looks great it, it does look amazing it's all the characters in it and i think most of the environments they're all like real life you know photographed assets um so like you know the the main character um is yeah he's got a chicken's head but like his body's very clearly like a very nicely taken photograph of like a big leather like jacket um and and there's loads of little nice touches like you know there's there's like a detective who's a dog um you know at the the precinct and he's like his sleeves are a bit rolled up and you can see all the like the it's like dog fluff he's like just sticking out there even though he's got human hands he's got like little dog fluff like coming out of the you know underneath his shirt um yeah, and like, and yeah, and a lot of like the sort of little cutscenes between areas and stuff that are clearly like actual filmed footage, and it's really nicely done. Um, and the voice acting's great as well. Like, um, like the you know for a, obviously what is obviously like a you know probably a, a lower like lower budget, smaller production. Like they've obviously really gone to town on the voice acting. Um, but I do feel like the script 
doesn't quite like you know they're, they're doing what they can oh, with the script the there's a yeah. lot of what i think are supposed to be jokes that don't really land um but again it's that thing of like am i just being like would i be quite happily sort of smirking at this if it was just me am i being like yeah, more conscious because problem, i know there's an it? audience yeah um, yeah and um yeah and you basically just you know so you start off and you know a femme fatale arrives at your apartment with a job for you that's sort of off the books and it's all a bit seedy and you don't really know what's going on um and yeah so you're just sort of following the the trail of that um but it's i think that the main disappointment is that i've not there's not been like any actual detective work yet there's not been any like solving anything or figuring anything yeah, so out it's, you actually have to do yourself yeah. yeah it's all just been conversations and occasionally like you'll get into a conversation which is like a little interrogation right and it's and it's like you know you've got a series of questions you could ask them and you sort of and then you've got one panel on the right hand side which is saying like here's what you know i've deduced about their personality thus far and the sorts of questions they're going to like and the sort of questions they're not and then you just have like a rating of like how much, like how well the conversation's gone. And I, maybe I just need a bit more time to dial into it, but I'm not, like, I'm not feeling any sort of consistency there just yet. Um, so yeah, like I, I love enough of the things about the presentation to sort of persevere with, with it for, for now. And I'm, I'm hoping that the central mystery gets a bit more intriguing. And I, you know, I've warmed to some of the characters, but they've all been the side characters. I don't really like, um, either of the main ones so far um so i'm definitely going to stick with it um it's just yeah it's just a, a few criticisms but then also not being sure if they're as a result of streaming it instead of just playing it in my own time so i don't know mixed, cool. i'm, I'm going to say something you know, now sean oh go on uh, no go on I'm, i was about to move off the game go on sure uh, go on james i was gonna say i could never play this at home because Chen has a visceral like fear and hatred of chickens. Really, really, yeah, like, re- like, really bad. Like, honestly, <laughs> you know, like how you feel about spiders. Yeah, that's yeah. how she feels about chickens. No it, it really genuinely upsets her a lot. Yeah, she hates. But she them. can eat chicken. Right? Yeah, you eat them, no problem. Yeah, I, I mean, can't you, eat do, a you, do you eat spiders? No, no. Okay. Do, do, what do, if it do was not do that. Professionally butchered. What does really spider meat looks like? Fuck off, Sean! Don't make put that image in my head. Um. <laughs> Sorry, that wasn't so, uh, me. That wasn't me doing a hmm, let's talk to because uh, I hate spiders as well. I wasn't like poking fun or anything. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. Um, okay. I've I've got a suggestion for you for your streaming series. Now oh, yeah, go on. this is either gonna be A, I'm an idiot and this yeah. doesn't fit the fit your criteria <laughs> at all. I've just got it completely go wrong. Yeah. B You've yeah. been suggested this one about a million times, and I'm just yeah. <laughs> I'm coming in and going, "We'll put this one." <laughs> or see, I'm a genius, and I've found a game that's so obvious that, it, but no one's pointed out. Mm-hmm. Is the Wolf Among Us on your list? Ah, it's not. I don't know if it, it counts because be. they're not all animals, are they? Most are they not? Are. Mm. Quite a few of them are. I thought the that was the whole point. They're all animals, isn't it? Well, no, they're all they're all like fairy tale creatures but not necessarily animals but there's a, the frog in here at the start isn't it there is a frog and you do play as big b wolf has no, one, has no one suggested that no they haven't i'm surprised i've played most so the of the first seen? one but it was on the xbox 360 and it was when it was all the first episode, games though, wasn't started it, wasn't it, breaking down wasn't there like five episodes that there shit? was there was only yeah there's only one series and then they were supposed to be making a second one and then telltale folded oh yeah, really i thought they but did think, do the second one what a shame no no it never happened yeah. okay they are well, fairy I've tales, aren't they? Is, you know. Interesting. 
I think they that would be a good one because I remember that being really fun to just watch. Because that was the thing, like with with Chicken Police, I was like, I don't like you know, it it might not matter how engaging it is as a computer game because I'd seen the trailers and I was like, oh man, there's loads of really cool voice acting in this. Like this could be, like this could be totally enjoyable to just watch with everyone else, you know. Um, but it's just been a bit <laughs> slow. You are talking to a guy that spent an hour and a half on a fishing game <laughs> on, on Saturday night. But then at least that gives you room to entertain everyone when there's nothing going it on, right? It didn't, because no, okay. I thought it was going to be, I could plonk my fishing rod, you know, set that, cast that, and yeah. then I could chat to the, just leave it there and chat to the chat. Yeah. But instead... um. You have to. It was one of the ones where you have to read it in constantly at a certain pace oh, and hope no. that fish bites. So, about my third cast and not getting a fish, I was like, "Oh right, so I literally have to look at the TV screen all the time. I can't <laughs> do. I mean, in between like casting, I was chatting, but it was. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that works as a stream. People seem mm. to like it, but it was. Yeah, it's <laughs> a weird, weird uh, audience. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because those games are successful. People love fishing games. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I just like imagine playing that all the time. Really odd. Uh, <laughs> full of microtransactions as well. Do you like really? a green puffer jacket? Does that green puffer jacket look better than the black one you've got on? You're gonna have to pay for it. It's <laughs> 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 yeah. mad. But there you go. Okay. All right. Is that that's what we've been playing this week? That is what we've been playing. Cool. It's yeah. time for some questions. Questions. If you want to send us a question, visit tcgs.co forward slash dear tcgs. Someone who did that no less than four... T- right, this might be an issue with the form <laughs> or the sheet or something, but this cool. this question appeared four separate times at di- on different days, different times. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was hourly at one point, wasn't it? It Sean? was. Uh, and it was, yeah, this is from Nathan, and he said, which five guys would Sean fuck? Um, so Nathan if, I mean if you did submit this four times I know you're, you're absolutely dying to find out um, I mean it probably Go have then. to be I mean Tom Hardy um, Luke Hemsworth not the most famous of the Hemsworths but I thought he was very good in uh, Westworld thought he was good is that, is that what gets you going good yeah, yeah he's the underdog um, <laughs> All right, okay. and then I mean for the other three it can just be uh, potluck from you know uh, the cast of Bridgerton basically I thought you were going to say Kane and Rince <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say exactly the same thing Dave I was gonna... it sounded like that's where he was going wasn't it <clears throat> I was hoping yeah, he was going to name like four four like you know four like actors or whatever and then a, a, somebody off Kane and Rince Leon that's Cox. just like a throw in uh, I would get the feeling that they'd, they'd be gentle they'd look after you um, yeah, but it'd be fucking boring. God, I'm sorry, Kate. I like Kate and Rince, you know, that's a joke. It's bant, bant, oh, gone. Maria Mendieta says, Dear TCGS coin operators, the beauty about your show is that every week listeners are given a glimpse into your wonderfully mad world. However, with the recent release of Hitman 3, I thought I would take that literally. Which of your homes would make the best Hitman level for listeners to play? Oh, this is the easiest one to answer. Is it? Go on. Yeah, James Farley. His, his home is pretty it's much not... the second level in Hitman 3. That's true. He just lives in one <laughs> wing of a... <laughs> exactly. Palatial oh, man. <laughs> I bet there's murder mysteries going on in that house 24-7. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Easy. The first puzzle is Easy finding out which that. wing of the house he lives in. 
yeah, a two bedroom flat in a block of flats is not going to make for a good, uh, no. <laughs> a good hitman level. It's just not. There's nowhere to hide. For example, if you get caught, you just are you in the front room? No, but then you're in the bedroom. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> it's there's nowhere. If there's place to hide in this flat, then we should die about because we've got so much shit that we need to put somewhere. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it, mine would be pointless. James yeah, Farley, I don't think mine's answer. big enough to be particularly interesting either. I suppose you could do a thing where, because the, um, the 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 sort of the party wall between us and the neighbours in the attic isn't particularly secure. You could do a thing with that. If you can sneak into next door, get all the way upstairs into the attic, that'll give you access. Yeah, but I mean, can don't you imagine? Do that, obviously, but what about You're trying to get... regret saying that, Sean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just. <laughs> I'll just like wake up one morning. Someone stood at the foot, stood at the foot of my bed. Oh, mate, are you, I'm a yeah. big fan of the show. Um, <laughs> just wanted to say hi. But like, Dad. that sounds fun. Yeah. But you're not going to have like, if you did James's, you'd have to get into the gated community initially, <laughs> like try and get the code for the gate. Yeah, and then you've got to sneak in past the BMWs under the Range Rovers. <laughs> it's a four mile <laughs> hike to the front door. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, yeah. James Farley's the answer. Yeah, and when you get there, there's no fucking internet. <laughs> Absolutely appalling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, uh, Gary Onions, which I hope is his real name, uh, says hi lads. I've been wondering on what you guys think about review formats. I often think that the rush to complete a game and then get it written up for a deadline is just getting more and more unfeasible. An eight-hour short game may be perfect for this, but a 100-hour epic will just burn anyone out. My case in point for this is Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which I took a year to fully complete. If I was asked to review it, then I would have been rather negative on it after a weekend's worth of play. The game mechanics are admittedly not that deep, and the story is drawn out, but I ended up playing it in about three 30-hour three thirty hour blocks in the year. Do you mean 33-hour blocks? <laughs> yeah. No, I think he means like... No, actually, I don't know what he means. Three thirty-hour <laughs> blocks in the year. So at three points in the last year, he went. Do you know what? I'm going to spend it. I feel, I feel like another thirty hours on the Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Anyway. Go to bed. No. no. I've got another seven hours to go. <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. After about thirty hours, I was ready to play something else, uh, but always went back. In the end, it lasted me a whole year and proved great value for money. I'm just wondering on your thoughts on this, as the industry often throws last week's games in the bin a month after release. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of writers are acknowledging this as a problem now as well. Um, Especially because, like, the the fee for reviewing a game is not taken, you know, it doesn't take into account how long the game is. And there there are a lot of games that if you were to, yeah, if it's like, you know, 80 hour plus game, if you factor that time in to the you know, as as worked hours, then you end you end up on like less than fucking minimum wage by the end of it. And like, yeah, obviously there's the argument. It's like, ah, but if it's a game you like, you'd have played it anyway. And it's like, yeah, yeah but, but that not necessarily matter. in the way you would have liked to. No, exactly. Mm. So um, going yeah. back to the original question though, and mm. this is, I, uh, it's probably harsh to talk about or whatever, but I don't. We got, you know, what do I think about review formats? I don't know what it is, but growing up, I used to love reading reviews, love them. And now I don't. And I don't think it's me that's changed. Mm-hmm. I just think some of the reviews that I've read recently, so maybe it's the style of writing, maybe it's the focal point of the reviews. Like each review is trying to say something 
mm. that's not about the game. And it kind of puts me off reading those reviews. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of, sort of like, admitting that the idea of producing like a robust critique of something in a week before it comes out is just an intentionally flawed thing. And you, you're almost possibly, better off but, sort of talking around it a bit. But you can't tell me this wasn't going on back in the day. No, true. Like when even when games are like like way more obtuse than they are now. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. where you really struggle to get through to the end because it's just fucking bizarre. Mm. Um like now, I don't know, I read a review and it's all about uh, me, I had this experience and it's like okay, just <laughs> tell me about the I don't know. Maybe that's unfair. They were asked and still Tell me about the prize. graphics. Give me a percentage. <laughs> Get me your thoughts of the graphics and reduce that down to a percentage. Then add those percentages together and give me a total figure at the end because that's how I want my <laughs> games reviewed, please. You see that? Because uh, I, I really like that sort of semi-anecdotal experiential stuff, but it yeah, does rely on... It relies on me knowing and liking the writer. Um, yeah, that's the wrong thing today. Anecdotal mm-hmm. stories about what happened to you when you experienced the game is one mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. but it's always taken out of that and compared with other things, either within their life or other media that they right, yeah. consume. That's when I See, go, oh, it's not about you. Like, I, <laughs> again, that's unfair because some people like that um, writing style. I just, it doesn't click with me. And I'm, mm. and, and as you say, like, I get all my sort of opinions I take them on board from podcasts now and if I hear one podcast raving about a game I'm like I'll listen to another couple see what they think of it first and if everyone's raving about it I'm like I can't I'm interested Mm. now but you know and that that changes as you play like as you play your opinion of a game changes I mean it can stay the same if you loved it from start to finish or hated it from start to finish or whatever but listening to podcasts for me is so much better because you're hearing them as they're playing that game. Yeah. And if they are continuously going, it just gets better, then you sit up and listen. But if they go, oh, it just really falls off a cliff, this one, <laughs> or they stop talking about it completely, you know yeah. that actually maybe you can sort of gauge the buzz easier as well. Yeah. You know, you can gauge how much of that person's opinion is being caught up in the hype and how much of it is legitimately because what they've experienced is really good. Mm. I mean, this is why I see. I, I kind of agree because I don't really enjoy reading reviews that much either anymore. Because I found, I think the things I find more interesting are like retrospectives when they like look back. Mm. At, you know, like in Edge, they do that. You know, they do the time extend stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like it's kind of like a review in a sense, but with with more context of like what mm. was going on around when this has been developed and that sort of thing. That I find much more interesting because I feel then you can get like a, a better idea of something, or maybe you look at something that you hadn't considered before. But, yeah, I mean, especially the length of games, I do think it's a problem because, I mean, you remember remember Days Gone? I mean, I've talked about this before, mm-hmm. but that was a very long game, like a very, very long game. And I think it was perfectly possible to get an opinion on that game within, like, you know, 20, 30 hours or whatever. But then the feeling of it changes quite considerably after you've sort of played, been playing for sort of 60 or 70 hours. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how you can that can come across in a review if you haven't had time to do that, mm. you know, to like play it through in, in that sort of way. It's, um, it is difficult, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It, yeah. It's, as you say, when you, when you see how much better those sort of, you know, articles written in hindsight can be. Yeah. 
and that's not and I'm not having a go at reviewers at all I just I'm start I'm increasingly starting to think that yeah trying to produce like a a fully robust critique of something that will stand the test of time in a short space of time before people have got their hands on it I think I'm I'm yeah I'm sort of erring more towards thinking that that is just like an inherently flawed way of doing things yeah but it's not going to change because Mm. that's the business the business is get as many clicks as possible Mm -hmm. and in order to do that you need to be there when the when the embargo drops yeah, your no, review needs to be up. Yeah, and like, it'll more never and more stop. the bigger sites now just... are saying, Sorry, you no. know, review in progress or whatever and putting that yeah. stuff up, which is fine. Yeah. But, you know, you can't take away that. Have you heard such and such gave it a 10 or they gave yeah. it a four? It yeah, makes you totally. want to go, I've got to read this. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> that's the problem, isn't it? It's the nature yeah. of the business. And certainly, like, I feel better, like, you know, having done writing in the past. Like I am so much more comfortable doing a weekly podcast where you can say one thing one week and then feel the fucking opposite way the following and correct week. Correct yourself, yeah. And no one can really have a go at you about it because that's yeah, just yeah. the nature of, of this. Yeah, I also um, feel more comfortable hearing more than one person talk about the game. Yes. Than yeah. just hearing one person talk about a game. You know what yeah. I mean? Hundred percent. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we've had difference of opinion on games we've both loved. Mm-hmm. Uh, James, like when it comes to The Last of Us, for example, we had a bit of a row about how that game ended. And it was, yeah, I I think that's important to listen to. Although they wouldn't have listened to it because it was on a spoiler cast that the end of a spoiler cast, <laughs> you would have ruined the whole game for yourself. But uh, you know what I mean? It's, um, I think <clears> it's, for me personally, I've gone off of written reviews for a bit never know i might get back into it when i find a writer that i'm i, I really enjoy again but mm-hmm. um yeah I've, I've struggled i've struggled in recent years to sort of sit down and consistently read reviews mm. same okay so now that we've shat on all games journalists dan Coot <laughs> says <laughs> Uh, given Dave is looking for a PS5 and there's still no Xbox exclusives since the Series S stroke X launch, do you regret your launch console purchases? Absolutely not. Same. I was thinking the other day, I fucking love that Series X, you know. Mm-hmm. I really love how simple it is to just turn it on. Get I play it every evening. Um, yep. And yeah, all right, I'm not playing an exclusive game on that console but I am playing some games that low lightning fast. The, you know, Hitman the other day, I was in the middle of a mission. Then I got an invite to go and play um, Rocket League. So I played Rocket League for a bit, woke up the next morning, played Donut County all day, then went back to Hitman and it was like, quick resume, boom, you're back in that middle of that mission, exactly where you left off. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh God, this is so good. You know, <laughs> it's it's so good. Um, and yeah, it runs is silent, which is also a big thing for me. Um, it's me doing what I was doing on my last Xbox, but with so many quality of life touches, like mm-hmm. how smooth everything is, the share button, the the um, the increased frame rates on pretty much everything I'm playing, mm-hmm. uh, going back to old games and games that, like, for example, Forza Horizon 4, where you would very rarely change your car in the middle of the map because you know the loading time would just be a pain in the ass. Yeah. You just do it now without thinking because it takes two <laughs> seconds. Like it's yeah. all that stuff. I've, I'm really, really happy with my 
Series X. It feels really solid and it yeah, alright, it's not had that fresh feeling and oh my god, I'm playing something that I definitely couldn't have played on the last gen. Um it hasn't really bothered me too much because I've just been using it without thinking about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, and, absolutely. And just feeling yeah. like I imagine going back to an Xbox One, uh, Xbox Series X or whatever. Um sorry, an Xbox One X going back to the previous console, I, I think it would be one of those situations where you're so used to this now. If you went mm. back to the old version, you'd be like, oh my God, yeah. this is taking forever. Um, yeah, so yeah, like I, yeah, I'm well happy with mine. You know, like in the run-up to the Series S and X coming out, I was a bit like, ah, but I've got a good PC that can play most of the game past off. But it's, it's, yeah, as you say, it's just that convenience and that immediacy of it. It's just unbeatable. And I, you know, there's a few things I've gone back to the PS4 Pro for. Um, so I did um, uh, the uh, Monster Hunter World episode of Kane and Rince the other week. Um, and going back to the Pro for that was fucking excruciating. I mean, the, the load times are, like, have always been bad on that game anyway. But fucking hell, it was it just felt awful in comparison. Um, and yeah, and you know, again, it's yeah, I mean, it is technically an exclusive. It's not a new one, but I've like I've been on Sea of Thieves like most nights, like playing it with mates and having an amazing time. Like it's it's like possibly becoming one of my favorite games ever. Um, and yeah, I had it on PC, but it just would not have been the same. It's that it's that ease of access um, has been amazing. Um, like obviously, I'll, I'll feel more justified when there is a like a big cool exclusive. Um, but yeah, just having it as this tiny, cheap or relatively cheap Game Pass box, um, has just been brilliant. How about James? you, James? Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. I mean, I don't regret either of them at all. I mean, I don't regret the PS Five maybe slightly because of the the noise that my one seems to make. But in general, mm. I'm I'm happy with you know the fact that I can continue playing the games I've been playing, and there's a few ones that have you know that have come out that I've been interested in. Mm-hmm. But the Series S has been the real surprise because I do really love it. I think it's a fantastic machine, as I said before. Mm. It's just yeah, it's just so nice, and uh, yeah, it's very very good. Yeah, no regrets. A quick question. Mm. Um. Actually, one question: Why why do you play Call of Duty on your PS5 when all your friends are playing it on Xbox? Right. Okay. Here's why. It's because <laughs> <That's> ominous. <laughs> no, no. It's because this this is a this is a nuisance, and we had a whole thing with this on last Friday night because the voice comms are messed up, and it's that's just, what I was going to really say. Annoying. Surely it's just easier to play it on the like the voice com- just get jumping a party and stuff. Rather okay. Than- so. The series, the well, no, because that's the thing. Because I even tried using, you know, like the mobile app. Yeah, you just oh, use, oh, use yeah, that. yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't work very well. It, it's no. terrible. Like the the sound quality is really bad and all that kind of thing. No, yeah. no the reason is is because the 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 PS Five um I've got in one room that I'm I'm like streaming from like using that because it's connected to like the Ethernet and all that kind of thing. But the Series S is on a different TV, and at that time, like my daughter was sleeping in the room where the Series S was, so I couldn't like use that at the time so i was like okay well the solution to this is going to be you know i just i'll try and do it on the ps5 but it didn't work it was it's oh, dreadful, right, okay, so i'm gotcha. just gonna have to move yeah, it this time it's um, second yeah, thing it's what was the that stuff you were telling me about sony using different parts and stuff and that's why summer summer well, that, um that's that's been the thing with the, the, the fan because according to i think it's like tom's hardware or whatever when they've done like teardowns of it there's different models like different models have different fans um that they put in there and some of them are wider like have, have 
like uh, closer blades than others. Okay. And it depends on which one you get as to how noisy it's going to be, basically. Uh, so so oh, no. The, right, okay. The, the fan, the extract fan. Yes. So there's there's no way that you can know when you buy it which of those you're getting. Like, you fine. might get lucky and get one which has got the fan, which is fine. Or you might get not so lucky and get one where the fi- fan is a bit louder, which is which is irritating. Why the but fuck would you'd never they know. do that? And I mean, that no, don't get me wrong, it's, by the no, no, it's, it, it's not it's, a problem because, you know, once you've got a game on, it's not... When James yeah. is talking about it being a bit noisy, it's not PS4, PS4 Pro no, no, noisy. You, like, when I'm streaming, you can't hear it. Like, okay, it's yeah. not no- noisy like that. It's just... But it's it's the same thing as... Um, like, Microsoft did the same thing with... They did um, the original Xbox. Like, yeah, and with, like, with disk drives as well. You know, yeah, like, they, they did, use yeah. different manufacturers for different components. Like, they don't just choose one manufacturer. So, yeah. in this case, this is probably what happened as well. Like, the the fan manufacturer they chose was... They, maybe they had many of them. I and know, some of them were but you've created the ugliest console of all time <laughs> to avoid <laughs> and I, noise what, coming out of it or whatever, and now there's noise coming out of it. I'll tell you what, the other day I was looking at it and I was just thinking, I really actually dislike how that console looks. <laughs> right, okay, it looks right, terrible. Okay, can we talk about this then? What? Because what it, that, that, that blew me away when you unboxed it. And I just thought, yeah. were you, James Farley, the most cynical man on earth, you actually swept away a little bit. Uh, probably a bit, maybe. Did you try I mean, and when you looked at it and you just thought it is ugly? But I'm gonna force myself to say that it's all right. No, no I think I think size-wise, the size isn't the problem. I still don't think the size is the problem. It's just how it looks. <laughs> I it's think like, the I just size don't is like part the of the problem, isn't it? Well, yeah, the, maybe it's part of the problem, but it's also I just don't. I'm not that keen on the design. Because well, what I will say great. is, if you take that design and scale it down to the size of a Series S. I still Do you think, think it that would look, look that good? No, it would nah. look like that good, but it'd still be okay, wouldn't it? Because it'd be little. <laughs> a bit less daunting. It's that big. I mean, I, I mean, I much prefer the sort of the minimalist design of like the Series X and the Series S. I think they just, I mean, they are really like there's nothing to them really if you think about it. But yeah, it just, I mean, and I'd I still, rather have that though. To be clear, I still look at the Series X and say, actually, that is not a good looking console. Like it mm-hmm. isn't. It's you know where I've got it. It's out on show or whatever. You just think it's just it just looks awkward to be honest with mm-hmm. you. Um, it looks and worse th- laying down. Okay, I don't. Yeah, it looks terrible laying down. The 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 um, and I've got mine upright. But the the <laughs> but the the series like S. I look at that and I think yeah, it's Diddy and everything. But I really don't like that big black disc on top for some reason. And I'm sure it's fine. And some people are okay with it. But I look at it and just think it just looks odd to me. Um, so yeah, I don't think none any of the consoles look as good as last gen's consoles. You know, the the original PS4 yeah. I think looked fantastic. Um, I wasn't so keen on the Pro, um, but I thought the Series X was really a really good looking console. Um, the sorry, one the One X, X. The One X was a yeah. really good looking console. Um, but yeah, the, none of these look good. But but the, the PS5 does look. Crazy, I guess it is. Yeah. And I, I hear on podcasts people talking about it and going, Actually, I quite like the look of it. You know, it's so weird looking yeah. that I think I dig it. And I just think, You don't believe that. I could tell by your voice. <laughs> Put them on a lie detector. Put them on a lie detector. Quick. Yeah, I can't wait for the redesign of that. Which way they're going to go? Like, yeah, they're going to be mad. Okay. All right. Are we done? That was, sorry, yeah, that's it, we're done. And it's time for the socials with uh, James Farley. Yes, mate. Okay, 
Um, thank you for listening. We really appreciate all the feedback and questions. Um, speaking of which, if you'd like to contact us, you can at tcgs.co uh, slash dearTCGS, or you can contact us on Twitter at uh, tcgsco. Uh, we also have a Patreon, and we really appreciate the support. Uh, you can find that at patreon.com slash tcgs. And if you've got Amazon Prime, then you've got Twitch Prime, and we would really appreciate your free sub. Uh, so you can do that on the uh, the Twitch site. Uh, Sean will be streaming Chicken Police on Thursday at 9pm, I believe, and I'll be back on Friday for Little Hope on YouTube, uh, also at 9pm. Dave, are you going to be doing fishing this week? I'm not sure yet, mate. I'm not sure. I'll have a think about it. I'll let you know. No, okay, you well, know that... me. I'm a maverick. <laughs> okay. And uh, for everything else, uh, please visit our website at tcgs.co. Don't need him no more, do we? Matt's going to be gutted listening to that. <laughs> Don't That's need gonna be rubbing his hands together. Oh, I can't wait to hear James fuck this up. This is gonna Oh. oh. <laughs> he fucking nailed it. Yes, <laughs> James. Um thank you so much for living it. We'll catch you next week. Uh and um we hope you're doing okay out there. We love you all. Goodbye. Night. Goodbye.